This episode was brought to you by you and the Patreon subscribers like you. So thank you. Oh yeah, shots. We're all here. Nobody's singing. We're all queer. Huh? Whoa. That's what we rolled. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Skull. Skull, gentlemen. Skull. Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast. I didn't get a skull out of that guy. The Metal Gamers Podquest. There you go. I Campaign like. one. Episode one, because apparently the last one was zero. That's it. Yes. Skull, gentlemen. Have a skull. <laughs> Ooh, that is good. Yeah, surprisingly. Smooth. Thank you, Michael. Ooh, that's real smooth. Very good. <clears throat> Funny, because I've, uh, I've got a coffee liquor at home that is off. For our listening Thank you, sir. audience, we are trying some Kraken uh, coffee rum. I drink whiskey. It was a bad It's idea. really good. <sighs> that was, it was, very that was really good. I'll chase it with a nice cold glass of Amberbach. <sighs> Beer. Ugh. It's good to be back, boys. We did it. Oh, it we did it. I want to keep that flavor in the mouth, but at the same time, this mango habanero whiskey sounds pretty good. Be a good aftertaste. Fucking awesome. Who's that? Mm. <clears throat> you. <gasps> so, <clears throat> I like that we are, but novices somewhat in our D and D experience, and Joe has already gone hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all been getting pretty hype in the chat about. Uh, like the hero figurine website and stuff and like heroesforge.com sorry yeah and getting some uh, figures off that and then Joe was at an area or a place today where he picked up metal (laughs) gold and purple dice and a dice mat I didn't even know dice mats were a thing dude it's super nice it's so nice like just roll one in there real quick feel how how smooth that is I lived (laughs) (laughs) that's a one that was a 20 (laughs) I lived actually (laughs) it actually was a 20 you boys got the hot hands. Oh, no, all right. Yeah, you spent your natural twenty for the session. Oh no, guys, help! <laughs> Classic. So that feels good. Uh, yeah, in the That's last awesome. session, we talked about her a little bit of uh, in small intros and characters and uh, the world building. So if you have not listened to that, I strongly suggest you go listen to it. We also go over some rules about how we're going to handle these D and D sessions. And today, we're actually going to jump into the actual factual story. And uh, we're going to get started. We're going to right. play the game. We're going to play some dungeons. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble is, get out of here. <laughs> we're playing the goddamn game. All right, so David's giving me a foreword here. Um, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, Cut that shit the fuck out. <laughs> I got excited. I was like, oh shit, dude, Josh is going to do this whole fucking intro. It's going to be awesome. I genuinely was like, oh hell yes. No, no. Hey, guess, what you guys, guess what you guys just did? Created homework. Oh shit. Hey, 
Uh, we'll play Spelljammer once they release it. Okay. There, There is a new revised Spelljammer that's coming out by Wizards of the Coast here huh. soon, and it looks pretty fucking epic. Although, I'm a little concerned with Space Thanos riding a dragon. What do you mean but concerned? I'm really interested now. Now I'm aroused. <laughs> <laughs> I am aroused. I mean, that, that's a hell of a big bad. All right. <laughs> so is everyone good? Are we down to jump in? I'm super unprepared, but Let's like I'll it. figure it out. It's yeah. okay. We're we're gonna slow unprepared. roll the hell out of this. I because I don't know what the fuck ready is going go. on. All right, Josh, good. Yep, I'm good. All right, sweet. <clears throat> so I'm super excited, and we'll just go ahead and fucking jump in. <laughs> so where we left off is the five of you were sent to Umbermill through the Adventures Guild in response to Umber Mill's call for aid. <clears throat> Umber Mill is a budding town that is slowly becoming a trade town. And with the increased traffic, increased threats that are going on in an increasingly hostile area, the town guard can't keep up with the normal day-to-day calls as is, as well as security. So they needed some extra hands for some more provisional work. So, the five of you are in a dimly lit room that smells, again, slightly of incense, um, burning lumber, and the five of you are sitting there, only for about five or ten minutes, and in walks a middle-aged man, human, wearing studded leather and a cape to represent a badge of office. Roth Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) He looks around at each of you. have this plan somewhere. Looks around at each of you. I'm glad the guild has sent aid, and capable aid at that, judging from these reports. And he holds up a leather-bound file. I actually just narrated all this. Fuck it. He looks at each of you, and he says... From these reports, you're all capable adventurers. What do you have on me? (laughs) All right. Since you're the first volunteer. I see here it says that the guild has reported during your initiation ceremony, you ended up tripping a three-layer dwarven lock. Is that true? I mean... You know, little this, little that. It's it's, it's child's play. Just answer the question. Sure. Let's go with that. (laughs) Very impressive. Uh, Joe, would you like to go ahead and describe what your character looks like? And any other information? Just go ahead and do introductions? Yeah. So, I'm Felidren the Subtle. I'm a sneaky lad. About 5'9", 5'10", depending on what store I'm walking out of. (laughs) (laughs) very nice very nice I have long brown hair and a ponytail usually uh, try to keep descriptive features to a minimum try to be the fly on the wall I don't like standing out in a crowd okay anything else no Uh, mostly the name and the physical description is fine 
Um, the captain then turns to you, since you spoke to Farindel. I'm saying that right, right? Veladrend. Veladrend. All right, I will get these, I promise you. Better. Turns to you since you spoke to Felidrin and says, It's an honor to have a paladin of the order in our quaint little town. Fucking old man. Hmm. Would you mind describing your character now? Uh, yeah. I am Girth Titanton, a paladin <laughs> in his early 30s ish. Um, <clears throat> has gone through the Order of Balder. Uh, I believe that's what we, that's the name of that church. Yes. Um, came up through the ranks of the Paladin Order and from there has not separated from it but is not working in conjunction with them so just kind of out doing his own thing um for now um standard paladin armor but it does have its distinctions for each individual one so for me it's a mostly a green and gold aesthetic um it's got a normal plate set and then it's just got a hood for just an accent like nothing else okay outstanding oh and then my gigantic or not gigantic, but sizable greatsword. So green for the money, gold for the honeys. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> My name is Garth. How do you know of my former rap career? <laughs> MC yeah. Garth McGurk. <laughs> right. Uh, from there, Captain Roderick turns to you, um, Mivhall. I'm told you provided miraculous support near the Scar Border Outpost for the wounded. More or less. Outstanding. Would you like to describe your character to the audience? I am Mivhal Solberdir. I am a cleric of the <clears throat> Grave Domain. I am a fairly short human. I have <laughs> um, medium-length hair with the, uh, side, the sides of my head are shaved. Uh, gray streaks through black hair. Um generally have a tired and sad look all the time. Alright, so enough about you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what about your character? <laughs> it's literally me. <laughs> and sad, oh my. Uh, any other defining physical features or traits? Scar through the eyebrow. Um, Edgy boy. <clears throat> yeah. It's just true to real life too. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. I, I wear pretty normal clothes. <laughs> okay. Leather so boots, some shoulder pads, you black know, t-shirt, like jeans. black t-shirt, jeans, <laughs> mustache, glasses. You know, <laughs> no, clean shaven. <clears throat> that an asking Alexandria shirt? <laughs> uh, never in my life. <laughs> Fuck you. That band sucks. <laughs> asking the fair maiden Alex. That's the cloak, so that it hits his ass every time he walks. Damn right. <laughs> you got a CDL for that? So the captain then puts his gaze upon you in the corner. Me? You. Why, I am Steiger the Sorcerer. I'm just a cheerful fellow going from village to village, exploring and learning about the world, experiencing a human experience. You know, fairly typical. I'm wearing somewhat that looks like a blue robe with some metal-clad armor strapped to some shoulders and some pauldrons, <laughs> some metal boots, you know, leather. You know, good hardy working man. Uh, nothing too suspicious. I might have a couple daggers on me. I might have, like, a backpack and stuff. Pretty simple. I do have a, a necklace around my neck that... Is it made of gold? Is very special to me. It's one of my prized possessions. I have uh, some special connection to the astral plane, so to speak. And I may have a mystical, magical aura about me. If you looked me dead in the eyes, you might be looking at somebody else. You're not sure. 
Got my eyes on But I am very suspicious of the of the big man with all the tattoos on You're still talking. I'm told you somehow dispersed a chaos storm all by yourself. You saved a town in the process. Well, it was there and it didn't need to be, and I'm happy to have stopped it. That's fair. And since you referenced the big man in the room, oh my, you are a large fellow. I was told you single-handedly staved off three bugbears. Is it true you really bit one's ear off in the throes of combat? In the corner of the room. (laughs) In the corner of the room, in deep concentration, almost as if... Almost as if he's having a deep conversation with himself. A giant tattoo-covered man stands up. I hope his character has the education of a... As he stands up, your gaze moves upward and upward and upward and upward, and and it seems like he'll never finish standing up. He's big! He is a large boy. He moves so slow. (laughs) He's adorned in tattered, almost ragtag armor that looks far too old with a giant axe laying in the corner and two smaller ones on his hips and he turns to the guard and he says listen I don't care what happened before the only thing that matters to me is what is between us and our goal and how I make it bleed (laughs) Jesus that's a nice attitude to have. Okay. And one that we'll need in the town of Umbermill. But I'm not the goal. <laughs> <laughs> or the thing we gotta kill. So I'll be frank. I'm glad for the extra hands. We don't know you. And some people may be a little bit brusque in the town. However, you all have your guild insignias. I suggest you wear them openly. And people will be much more open-minded to your presence here. We have a string of problems in this budding town. Chief among them, our villages are going missing, unexplainably. Villages are going missing? Villagers. Oh, okay. Far less serious. (laughs) Just listen. Open your goddamned ears. (laughs) So, multiple villagers have gone missing over the past couple of weeks. Random crime scenes are popping up at night. And they vary in severity from blood spatters to drag marks to severed limbs just left in an area. Hmm. Those are some serious crimes. Indeed. Hmm. On top of that, we have our hands full with normal security. There's chaos storms that brew unexpectedly. Oh, I know how to deal with those. Oh, go figure. Well, these leftover magics from the War of Ragnarok are chaotic at best, hence the name Chaos Storms. So we're being asked to play guard duty. You're being asked to investigate and to help ease the burden of this town's issues. Alright, I pay taxes, but I guess I'll go ahead and throw my hand into that. You pay taxes? Don't worry about it. Alright. Listen, I respect your abilities as a thief, and I understand that the Adventurer's Guild often has need for someone with your skills. Well, I'm here. You're also being paid to be here. You got Hence, damn right. The 50 gold advance that each of you have already been given. Oh, nice. Added to that, if you solve this crime, 
well, this mystery of the missing villagers. Each of you will obtain 200 gold, right. as well as a 50 gold compensation bounty for each villager you find and return alive. Now what about the cat? Now we're talking. Goddamn cat. God. Any villagers whose remains you return will give you half of that. What if the remains are reanimated? Make them unanimated, I assume. I'm sorry. Um, I should also preface that in this world, necromancy is not something that's well known. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't so, say that. Well known. I was so, not aware of that. Okay, hold yeah. on. So in other words, you make a mark. <laughs> you are the guard. Not well known doesn't mean illegal. <clears throat> the gray area. That's where I live. So in other <laughs> words, top, if we bring back up? the remains of a villager, that's 25 gold. So did we find two hands or ten fingers? <laughs> um, <laughs> how much? Is that in character? <laughs> no. How much? Uh, he didn't do the voice. Heads, how much money did we? <laughs> but I say that. We got a 50 advance. 50, 50 advance. gold advance okay. to each of you. <clears throat> Dope. That's why I took the job. That's why I'm here. So. I already traveled all this way. That pleases me. So again, people are going missing. That's our main priority. The crime scenes, we believe, are linked to those disappearances. So if you solve one issue, I think you'll solve both of them. Next, we have a series of grave robbing that's happened in our local cemetery. Shit, this time it wasn't me. We have occasional goblin raids, chaos storms, increased animal aggression... And then we have our daily problems as well. Grave robbing. Indeed. They're defiling ancestors. They are. I'll not stand for this. As I say this, the tattoos that you see visible on his skin have a slight sheen to them. Almost as if they become a little brighter for a moment. And then subside. There it is. Magic ink, motherfucker. <laughs> I guess I have more than gold at stake. Death is our only constant. <laughs> should remain that way. So let's say I didn't cause the chaos storm I prevented before. What do the chaos storms actually do? <laughs> <laughs> that was oddly specific. Why I asked, I agree. That's quite alright. The chaos storms don't happen near the capital. So, for the uninitiated, chaos storms <clears throat> are when the energies left over from Ragnarok manifest. Chaos they cause control. violent storms that rip open a void in the fabric in the fabric of reality. And unholy monsters are created from this magic and seep out into the material realm. As I have seen and dealt with before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do they bleed? Yes. Yes. We've killed many a creature that's stepped foot from these chaos storms. They also make bleed, so careful. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all have any further questions? Uh, yeah. What's the big guy's name? My name's not important. That's pretty goddamn important. I can respect that. Can yeah, call, I can respect that. You call me whatever you want. I'll call you Mr. Mountain. Fair enough. Why were we teamed up together specifically? Why do I have to work with a guy? Why can't I work on my own, possibly? To be honest, I don't make the decisions for the guild. The guild requested each of you. God damn. Maybe it was crap. because you were available. 
Maybe it's because you're newly full-fledged adventurers within the guild. I don't know. Regardless, according to these reports, you're capable. And I'm glad you're here, however willing or unwilling. All right, gentlemen. Well, as afraid as I am of each and every one of you, uh, I think maybe we should investigate a few of these crimes, possibly together. My character turns. Get off to your you. high horse and squat up. <laughs> all right, all my, right. My my character turns to you and says, "My loyalty is with the guild. They told me you're trustworthy. They told me you're honorable. They so said we, all that. So we will go together. <laughs> all right. I owe my life to the guild." All right, I'm glad that's settled. They kept their promise about the records. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I have to resume my go- my duties as captain of the guard. Feel free to use the guild hall itself as your base of operations. Chef will take care of you. If you need anything, if you have any further questions, you can stay here in the guild hall for free of lodging and food. Or if you prefer a more lively abode... Olga's Tavern is available oh, now we're talking. for a nightly fee. But maybe you can work something out with the tavern keeper there. Good day Sounds to you. Sounds all right to me. Thank you very much, Mr. Godman. You have leave of the town. Good day. And he mm. walks out. All right, boys, the sooner we do this, the sooner I get paid. <clears throat> what are we doing first? Well, what, time, what time of day is it? So it is early morning. You guys traveled through the night uh, by carriage individually. Uh, from your various locations to come here. Except for Joe and I. We yeah. traveled here together. Yes, you two are travel partners. Mm-hmm. The only thing I need is to be pointed in the right direction. So I suggest, and as my character says this, there's a twitch, and his facial expression changes. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's almost as if you're looking at a different person. And he says, well, I believe we should probably move towards the tavern. I believe that's <laughs> probably the right way to go, but they could probably give us information. Did his voice just change? Uh, Did else catch uh, his face twitches uh, again, and he's back to the, the same facial expression you were used to a few minutes are ago. There two, where, hold on, are there two of you in there? Where the fuck did that captain guard go? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, gentlemen, this happens to me all the time. <laughs> I absolutely understand exactly where this guy's coming from. Now I can relate to you a little more. What did you say your name, Mr. Bigman? They call me Remy. Remy, all right. Nice to nice to meet you, Remy. All right, Remy. Who's that I other do, guy called? I do agree. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to make your acquaintance. It's nice meeting you. Oh, yeah, God it's really good it. making your acquaintance here. <laughs> oh no! Hey, let's go uh, on to that tavern, man. <laughs> too nice much too to soon, meet you, Josh. Remy. Are you all Remy? Listen, I have many pages of the same book. <laughs> Tavern it is. <laughs> <laughs> I look to Joe's character and I say, one conversation's hard enough. This is going to be brutal. <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're the talking. So man. to save time, I'm not going to draw out the map um, <gasps> with dry race. I'm just going to go ahead and slap down my drawings. Oh, God, it's so small. <laughs> can we, can yeah. we change the light? Absolutely. Yeah, Whoever has. Turn on the big one. Can we can we can we roll in the overhead projector? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I wish. wish I was that prepared. 
So that'd be dope as shit. Next time we can take these, take pictures of these, and like send them to Mike or something. You and can we pull can them put up them on, on the, the TV. screen here. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was gonna print these out individually for each of you for the actual town map. Okay. And we're and our our goal currently is just guarding the town, correct? So you're going investigating. Your goal currently is to investigate. You're gonna try to find out um various if you guys want to in character i'm going to try my best to keep track of like our quests and stuff so if you guys are literally like where are we at what are we doing who are we talk to i'll try to have that information. i'll just do it in character it seems like, like a smart character guy <laughs> what the fuck are we doing <laughs> that's true okay so where you guys are currently i need like a party marker but i'll just use a cleric one for now Yeah. Yes, I have to multitask. So you're currently in a meeting room within the guild hall. So your first area is going to be coming out into the guild hall proper. If you'd like, I can go ahead and map that out, have some interactions and such there before you make your way to the tavern. Okay, perfect. The power of editing. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, I can all stay in. It's fun. I've been watching Critical Role and they have moments like this too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're leaving the guild hall together. Okay, I do not know. We we Hi, Tim. Oh, the cataclysm's here. So not it's going cat. to be yeah, complicated for me. What? I do not know what my voice is going to be, so oh. it's going to be a little complicated. I had to make five voices. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna have so to back, many fucking uh, ants. I'm probably gonna have to change mine a little bit because I keep drifting into an accent as well, and I'm like, this is not working. Oh, it's not. Is it not the accent you want? It's not. The, it's that your accent is much better, and then I keep using my voice oh. keeps drifting into that. And I'm like, now I just sound like Josh doing a thing, and I'm like, this isn't gonna work. You're like, holy shit, yeah. he's great. How do I'm I top like, that? Oh yeah, pretty much that too. Man, I, I mean, Josh white. is about to literally play five characters as like himself, and then also like merchants and other people as well. Like, I, I rolled out of a nap yesterday, uh, doing that voice, like the main one I'm mm. doing, and was like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. He texted me a video <laughs> yeah. confirming the voice. That's so funny. It was great. I was like, hmm, Jim Butcher meets Russell Crowe. I like it. <laughs> Look. Well, 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 if it isn't the lizard cunt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking diabolical, mate. There we fucking go. Fucking All right. diabolical. <laughs> so the room here to my right, yeah. your left, is a meeting room. Whenever you step out, you find yourself in ex- an expansive tavern slash dining room area with a stairwell next to the bar that leads up into what you assume are bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Alright. You see one person or I'm sorry there are actually two people currently in the room. There is one person behind the bar. <clears throat> He's hefty. He's built large. He has a slight bulging belly. Like a brick shit house. Yes. He has a bald head and has a fiery red beard that is braided three times. That goes all the way down to his navel. I don't know what we should... <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you doing today? This fine morning. Doing quite right. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just got out of a little meeting here. Me and my buddies here are looking to... Discover some crime. 
We're here to do a little bit of investigating to see if you happen to know any information about any criminals or crimes around here. A big chaos storm. <laughs> this is out of character. Uh, chaos is afoot, and we must put a stop to it. <laughs> sure, Literally exactly what this guy said. I think that was one of his voices. No. <laughs> that what should be totally in character. <laughs> That would be fucking hilarious. It's all, it's all canon now. I'm all canon. Have the two of you never spoken to a tavern keep before? Um, I've spoken to many a tavern keep. What do you mean? Do you talk like that every time? I talk like this just in general, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on tap? What about my question? Barley brew. Barley brew. Two of those. Give me two. Yeah, I'll take uh, one. Oh, guess make it four. Wait. <laughs> Three for me. I was about to say, at least two for you. <laughs> So he goes to a tap and turns it on. Never going to get any information about crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Takes him a moment and he fills two, seven. <laughs> a lot. Had to, had to do the math. <laughs> How many seven. glasses do you have? <laughs> Just fill them. Just bring out a cast Only two mountain here. <laughs> he fills up seven large wooden tankards and slides them to each of you. There's a dark, frothy liquid. Um, it's Mildly chilled, so a little bit colder than room temperature. I'm gonna grab a beer. <laughs> That's okay. cute. Can you get me? Bring me one too, please. I judge mine a little bit, and then I do something to it that makes it look a little bit colder. Oh, very nice. I like the use. I just chug mine. No stop. Done. <laughs> Put that shit on the table. Are these twists? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Thanks, bud. Looks like one. Oh. There more? Thank you, sir. Yep. Slam the mug on the table. I'll wait for you. Leads yeah, you to I'll the wait. bartender. Hush tones. So, what kind of people do you typically see in this guild hall? You see your typical adventures, but I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for something out of the ordinary. <clears throat> to be fair with you. I asked first, but that's fine. The guild hall Did you? <laughs> is mostly reserved for guild members. Right. To answer your question, what was your fucking question again? Where are the crimes? I heard there's a lot of crimes going on in this here village, and I want to help. Uh, shut up. It wasn't a rhetorical question. Well, clearly you don't spend every waking moment in the guild hall. Um, oh, of course not. Seen anybody who likes, crimes? To likes to hide their face? Uh, uh, maybe wearing some sketchy robes, your typical... Criminal? person who shouldn't be in the town. Yeah, he's sitting right next to me. Other than me. <laughs> to answer your questions, this is a budding trade town now. We get plenty of people coming and going. They usually stay in the market square. Or, they get held up for the night over in Olga's tavern. Like I said, this is the guild hall, boys. You are guild members. Think of it as an exclusive club. People won't be privy to your conversations here. People won't be going through your shite. And anyone who tries to cause a ruckus here, for you or your belongings when you leave them here, will have to answer to me. Are there any in the town who don't like the guild? To be honest, I don't believe so. Most people see us as a boon. All right. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the beer. How much do we owe you? It's on the house, Mike. Thank you, brother. Much Thank God. Much. What was your name again, sir? Swill, anyways. <laughs> As I finish chugging my beer, my hood falls back a little bit. You see the rest of my face 
because I didn't describe it very well earlier. I felt like that's um, fine. Go ahead. So, uh, brown, medium length hair, red beard, and uh, so it's you. <laughs> somewhat uh, a gold colored eye, and then the other one has a scar over it and is black, like blacked out for the most part. Nice glasses yeah, too. Nice. No. Oh, girth okay. dead eye. The, <laughs> eye. the eye is nothing special. It's just great for intimidation. That's why I like to keep the hood up. Oh, I look cool. over and visually go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, with that comment, Joe, he kind of cocks an eyebrow at you. A points, and you see a large cast iron skillet materialize above Joe's head, <laughs> and it just lightly taps the top of his dome. <laughs> Now don't be insulting me, brew boy. You Fair. hurt me feelings. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> you, off the record, you never had this before? Uh, yeah. Uh, so for listeners, uh, the beers we just grabbed were Michelob Amberbach Dark Lager. Uh, I don't usually like Mick anything, and this mm-hmm. is actually pretty this fun. This is very good. I love yeah. Amberbach. Like, Full look at it in the glass, flavor. dude. It's like, yeah. oh, I love yeah, Amber I, did, I didn't know uh, they made even a single dark beer. Oh, yeah. This was like my first <clears throat> favorite beer. And yes. I, this, that's why I wanted to bring it tonight. It's not like full-bodied and super flavorful, but it's not bad. Yeah. It, it has a good medium mellow Swill. flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little, little, little bit of caramel. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice. The Metal Gamer's uh, PodQuest endorses Michelob Amberbach Dark Lager. The PodQuest! <laughs> the PodQuest. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle said earlier. What a great idea, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no one oh, listens to me! Oh, he's so embarrassed. Anywho. Poor man's being talked over so much. I, I look over to the... I kind of like it. <laughs> I look over to the crew and I say, to the tavern then? Let's go. I go to for another tavern. beer. To the tavern. And you said here. you wanted to get money as fast as possible, and you want another beer. Yeah, he pours you another. You guys beer? want another beer? No, I'll take no, another no, no, beer. no, no, at, no the at the tavern. Oh, okay. we're bar hopping. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. That's right. <laughs> one, for the, one for the road. Keep the man out. <laughs> let's, let's, can we do that here? What's the law? Do you have any to-go cups? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no to-go cups. Finish your drink. Get the fuck out. I did. <laughs> the to-go cup is your belly. Now let's get going before I materialize another skillet on the side of your face. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> and to answer your question as you get out of the door, most people call me Chef. Nice to meet you, uh, Chef. Nice to meet you, Chef. Chef. Hello, children. <laughs> you're you one word. You're a master. Chef. Sh- you're a master chef. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> master Chef, I salute. <laughs> chef McHaggis. All and right. It, so I guess we leave. Yep, so let's walk out, bust through the saloon doors like we're in the Old West, like we own the place already, right? Yeah. You can do that if you like. I will definitely follow behind, maybe like 10, <laughs> 20, 30 feet, <laughs> and see how that plays out for you before I decide to go in. As, Fine. as we walk out, I poke Joe in the side and I say, let's let the weird guy ask the first question again. I want to see what he says. <laughs> Wait, which one's the totally. weird one? Am I the weird one or am I the weird one? <laughs> don't don't worry about it, Mr. Mountain. <laughs> just Talking just right. just stand back and listen to you. you'll get kick. <laughs> All right. So as you exit the guild hall, you come into a large courtyard that mostly has stations set up with odd, very odd, monstrous creatures that are dissected and bisected and staked out in the courtyard. Um. There's a couple of workers that <clears throat> are flaying flesh, are cataloging and jarring certain parts, 
as well as tanning the hides of these creatures. And as the early morning rays... These guys are regular monster hunters around here. (laughs) As the early morning rays of light hit your face, your senses are kind of assaulted by the smell of cut lumber, pine, (laughs) the straw that lines the streets to keep down the dust and keep the mud away. You smell that, boys? Smells like fair trade. Smells like the next Old Spice scent. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Dr. Squash. (laughs) Which is it? Wonder if there's a grass cellar around here. Wonder what personality that is. (laughs) And even though there's still red and purples and pinks in the morning horizon, it seems the morning hasn't yet fully started. The town's already bustling. People are setting up shop. Hawkers are calling wares. And travel of the day has already started. How uh, how busy is this area, people-wise? So, people-wise, currently there's um, probably about three, four dozen people out and about. All right, so hypothetically, if I were to just wander through the crowd and slide a hand and grab a few extra coins on the way to the tavern. Please don't steal from civilians. Jesus Christ, Joe. Go (laughs) ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. Um, Before we potentially get run out of town. (laughs) As you start. My character obviously very drawn to the corpses of these monsters. What we assume to be monsters. Um, is there anything I can derive from their anatomy? Maybe weak spots? Maybe anything I can... Because I'm, I'm trying to prepare for a fight. That's okay. the only thing that I care about. So there's my potential enemy. That's what I want to study. Absolutely. That's perfectly fine. Um, go ahead and roll me a survival check. Okay. Before we kick out. Yeah, right. <laughs> My dexterity is 18. I'll be that right. is a natural, a natural 20. 20. My first roll in the campaign is <laughs> a natural Woo! 20, boys. Let's go. Let's Woo! fucking go. Good start. It's Hopefully you don't need that for combat. It all goes downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> right? God damn. That's two of y'all's first rolls being 20s. My man. Woo! The weighted dice worked. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, a calamity has struck! <laughs> Chaos Storm, Tim! Uh, that's Tim, the tailless cat for our listeners. That's the tavern cat. You didn't know by now. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. It's the Guildhall cat. So, there we go. Um, with a 20, I will say you have been able to recognize a few corpses. One of them is a very large um, goblinoid creature with yellowish skin, sinewy muscle, and hair covering his shoulders and forearms. He's built thicker and more powerfully than a typical goblin and stands about six or seven feet tall. Holy shit. You know from your training and from your experience especially, uh, these are bugbears. Okay. And you watch as one of these hunters starts to bisect it. You can't really tell, even with a 20, what exactly he's doing um, as far as a bisecting goes. Oh, your 20 doesn't mean shit. But you can tell that the anatomy is very close to that of a human. Okay. So the typical weaknesses occur. Okay, you know, so they, all the organs are in the right place. Exactly. Right. Okay. Really, the only features are 
that are different are the facial features and uh, whenever the skull is eventually cracked open the brain is a different shape mm-hmm. a little bit smaller in some areas okay it, would it be would it be redundant if I roll an investigate on that um if you yourself for your character wanted to have knowledge I'm not finished explaining with his survival check just sure. yet but yes if your character wanted individual knowledge by all means you can roll after I'm done with this sure. <clears throat> so also you see a very large wolf very large wolf that is also being um, dissected they've skinned the pelt from it and begun tacking it up on a drying rack you notice a couple things about the pelt itself one the skin is about three times thicker than that of a regular wolf pelt the hair is coiled and coarse okay and it has bristling barbs in it as well which is weird okay you've never seen a wolf pelt like this before then whenever you take a closer look at the maw some something's not right it's monstrous it's not like this is a dire wolf it's different the jaws unhinged the fangs are twisted and warped and you think you see some sacks of some sort of clear liquid in the jawbone hmm hmm okay i'd like to walk up to him come <laughs> i'd like to <laughs> what did you say it's come <laughs> I'd like to walk up next to him as he's watching, investigating all of this. What do you see, big guy? No, I'm used to some monsters, but these are even stranger than the ones I'm used to. Stranger how? It's as if they're continuing to mutate. We thought they were stabilized by now, but this is still like we're in another world. Hmm. You think these pelts are worth money? Well, they're obviously selling them, aren't they? I mean, this is literally a market. My face twitches. Use your head, man. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to do the face twitch every time. Yeah, I, I, I might, for the listener, I might denote that with a sound like a... Yeah, I don't know if that came through. It but does. Sound. Like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Did you still want to enroll that investigation, Joe? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, um, specifically, I want to investigate what these butchers are doing. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yes, a d20. Got a two. Plus three, that's five. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Matt, you don't know dick about butchering. Hey, he just maxed that men, okay, guys? <laughs> so with a five, it looks like they're just Jopping. harvesting these monster parts and putting them in jars. Did I roll detect magic? On the fang. Um, so detect magic is actually a spell. Yeah. Are you going to use that spell? Um, I guess maybe not now. What sure about to it for now? <clears throat> what about a divine sense? Since he says they don't seem right, they don't seem. Is there anything I could detect from doing something like that? You think? Um, that's an innate ability for the paladin, isn't it? Uh, features and traits. Okay, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. So, you. Don't detect anything because nothing is alive. Okay. Fair enough. Can I do a medicine check to see if I recognize any of the mutations? 
because everybody's sure? over here looking at stuff and no, talking no, about I'm, it. No, no, I'm yeah, perfectly fine with I it. I usually ahead. don't jump in the in the mix, but uh, don't don't apologize, man. Of, You're a player. Kind don't of, apologize kind for of your experience. Uh, <laughs> also a two. Also a two. <laughs> so we've got two twenties back to back and two twos back to back. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, a good medium. All right, uh, but it's a it's a plus two and plus. Uh, it's also a plus three, so I guess it's still very low. Never mind. <laughs> okay. To clarify, with divine sense, um, thank you. You can use it as an action, and you open your awareness to detect these forces until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within sixty feet of you. That is not behind total cover. Okay, I uh, misunderstood. My bad. You know the type of any being whose presence you sense, but not its identity. Um, right, so you would know that so it's be a vampire. that'd be better for like a dungeon or something. You would know yeah. that it's a vampire, but you wouldn't know the name of said vampire. You would know it's Dracula. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, as with the hollow spell. Oh. Yep, you can use and this feature. Sixty can, feet. Yep, you can use this feature a number of times equal to one plus your charisma modifier. I would, in my eyes, I kind of thought it was more like a Witcher sense in that way mm-hmm. of like he can kind of just like, oh, right. that's just not right. So or like you, you can tell it's been tainted by bad magic. So I guess or something. you use this as an action. It's like a, you concentrate for a moment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. And, you, and, you, and you sense. So yeah, it would kind of be like a Witcher sense yeah. to to that degree yeah. as far as it radiating out mm-hmm. to that sixty yeah. foot. Uh, radius. Okay. And then the stipulations that he gotcha. mentioned. Yep. Yep. So with that being said, <clears throat> um, since it's not a focused effort, but mm-hmm. more of a radius, and since it expands out to 60 feet, you don't feel any evil that you're looking for mm-hmm. from these creatures. Because again, none of them are alive. Yeah. And none of them are undead. However, you do have this the sensation, this pull that's directing you towards the temple. And since that ability does dictate a uh, sense of desecrated ground, Mm -hmm. you do detect that coming from the graveyard. Okay. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Yeah. Alright, well, um, with that being said, does anybody else have any other moves? No, I'm ready to go to the tower. What are you looking around for? You guys are taking forever. I don't understand. What Jesus what is Christ? Now we're Swedish. I yeah. like it. <laughs> why would why would one not know their enemy? That seems like a waste of time. They're just selling these. They're just trying to make money. I don't understand why you're taking so long. Let's just get to the temple. We have to go can to the just tavern go to so the... we can make money. This dude wanted to make money. He's sitting over here. Big man. Oh, let me check. Big the, man. Let me double Big check man. the big man. Big man. Just listen. If you wanted to make money, there's better ways to go about it. Okay. There's Let's just move on to the tavern, all Mr. right? That's Mr. literally right. what I said. I'm going to make some gold on the way. <laughs> Are you still doing that sleight of hand? Oh, the fuck! fuck? <laughs> Before we fuck, get kicked out of town! Uh, <laughs> so as we move to the tavern, Joe's going to try to pull a sleight of hand on somebody? No, I'm on the job. Yeah, okay. I'll spare you guys this time. All right, so, so my character sees... Joe's kind of intent and his his <coughs> lust to move his hands toward an unguarded pouch. Does he though? And just grabs his hand and says, "We're going." <laughs> Fine. <laughs> God damn it! Never All right. Seen, never seen you get cock blocked before. Look at him. He's fucking ten feet tall. What am I supposed to do? Ah, uh, you can take him. <laughs> you don't want that oh. hand gripping your cock. Oh wait, oh, wait. I'm not here. <laughs> 
Yep. Anybody else hear that? <laughs> Are you God? So we, so as every classic God? Dungeons and Dragons adventure inevitably does within the first ten minutes, we move towards the tavern. <laughs> Bar fight, bar <laughs> fight. No, 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 no. What? what? For, for once, never. Please, no. Can't be, guys, we can't be. We can't be committing crimes. Not this. We're time. looking for crimes. <laughs> if we commit a crime, then we'll. Right. Right. Well, maybe we'll be right Christ, there. Maybe we should commit a crime. Man. We spend enough time. Let's go to the tavern. Why does your voice keep changing? <laughs> Why does your voice keep God, changing? What are you man? talking about? This is, I'm moving back. I start walking. I, I start walking this. to the tavern. <laughs> I have no patience for that. We could go to we could go to the temple. We are not going to the temple. Too I'm not allowed at those anymore. That's the first anyone mentioned the temple. What, what should we go to the temple for? What do you think is at the temple? But I mean, so I that's the thing. Your, that's your call to communicate with the party what you felt. Yeah. Whenever you open up your senses. Okay. So what's at the temple? Anything, or should we go to the tavern first? I mean, I just I, I felt the thing. I think, I think I felt... the party mostly wants to go to Olga's tavern, right? We we got some beers. We want to get some more beers. We're bar hopping, right? We don't go to the temple. We have time to do both. We can go to the we're temple. Already when we're to the done with the hold bars. On, hold on. And then we'll repent. Face twitch. Of course, the paladin would sense something from the temple. Are we surprised at this? Well, uh, that that's not fair. Now, this man has a good point. You gotta listen to him for a second. I admire temples. No, I can't even do that level of robbery. And they do have a tithe box. Philandrel cannot go in the temple. <laughs> it's felt. You know what? Never mind. I, for one, will not be partaking, Sorry, partaking thief, in the temple. The thief can't go in the temple. All right, well, I'm going to go follow the big man into the tavern and see what he does. Tavern. We're going. Dude, I want to see big man. I'll follow. The fuck out of somebody. Let's go. All right, let's go. So, right. we, so we enter the tavern. So you enter the tavern. Olga's tavern is six miles away. Yeah, <laughs> it's four thousand miles. Seven away days from, later, it's four thousand miles from ABC Liquor on Dun Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> it's off Main Street. We've all been there. Oh God. Okay. All right. So you make your way to Olga's tavern. It is a large establishment. It has three stories. Right next to the stables, you see some livestock coops behind it, a very large chicken coop, a stable with a handful of cows, and there doesn't appear to be much traffic in the tavern itself yet. Obviously, it's still morning. It's in the morning. I'm just an alcoholic. But the doors are unlocked, and you do hear bustling about inside. Y'all go ahead and enter. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, you enter the bar, and you see <clears throat> a couple of waiting staff setting up chairs. The setup is mostly like this. Just instead of the long tables, there are individual tables we'll spread out. Use theater of the mind there. Like yeah. a Chili's. Like a Chili's. Sure. <laughs> I'm now imagining that. Chili's. We're now in a Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval Chili's, damn it. Hello, welcome to Chili's. It's um, got an extra E on the end. Go, go up to the table. Probably more like Roadhouse, because there's probably peanut shells and all that shit on the floor. Do you have, right. do you have any ye old southwestern egg rolls? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Texas Roadhouse. Hope you don't have an allergy. <laughs> <laughs> What's cross-contamination? <laughs> um, you end up seeing a large... Powerfully built, uh, busty woman behind the bar. But yeah, furiously scrubbing the bar down. It's my type of woman. <laughs> Easy. Wowee. 
I swear to God, if Greg loses his grog on my fucking tavern one more time, I'm going to fucking throw him into the manure pits. Who's Greg? Oh. Hello, boys. We're just opening it up. Well, what can I get you? I grab uh, Kyle. I grab Steiger by his uh, by his collar and push him forward and say, "Work your magic, man." Oi! <laughs> what? Oi! You sounded like you were thinking about committing a crime there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I immediately grab Steiger by the by the collar and yank him back and step forward. I, I, I look at Joe and I say, "Maybe that was a bad idea." <laughs> nah, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the tavern lady and say, how are you doing today? Rob, God, we're going to make David drink so much. <laughs> you see her visibly cock an eye at you and slam a mug down on the bar. If tossing the town drunk into a fucking manure pit for despoiling my bar is a crime, well, fucking chain me up and haul me to the brig. All right, well, I don't think I'll be doing that. However, have you heard of anything that you would change someone up and haul them to the brig for? Are you into that? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't you a mountain of man? I I, might be. I have many things. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) (laughs) I lean over to Mivhall. I'm like, dude, you're the talking man. Fucking get them away from her. Figure something out. (laughs) How are you doing today other than that? Doing well, love. Appreciate you asking. So, I see your insignia. I imagine you're here with the guild to help our budding town of problems with its woes. Yeah, I suppose that's what we're doing today. Never found a problem my axe couldn't fix. <laughs> Didn't so- fix your marriage. <laughs> oh, that's not canonical, Joe. Fuck! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was using my bad axe. <laughs> Did we learn something about this character? <laughs> He's been I divorced. Just, I just rolled. I just That's took not what do I have to? What do I have to roll to like gently smack him upside the head a little bit? <laughs> just took a pot shot and uh, hope it works. So, so you probably see just about every person that comes to this town, I imagine. At some point or another, yes, love. <clears throat> Seen anybody who doesn't like to show their entire face that has shown up more than on one occasion? Well, we do have a traveling merchant, um, but he's... Eccentric? Yes, he's he's different. Aren't all merchants? He doesn't hide his person because he's shifty. It's more... Well, I probably shouldn't speak on the man's behalf, but it's because of his race. Ah, we got an elf. No, no, a, um, a feline. Fucking damn it. Uh, a, a cat. Because she has wears of you, of course. So I'm going to preface this, and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Is it, you... Just do it, just roll it. Yes, I put this character in here specifically because I wanted to do a fucking Khajiit accent. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dude, just power, power through it. I'm here I for didn't it. know the cats were around this province. My character has multiple personalities because I couldn't decide on one accent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the beast races aren't exactly welcome in all the towns. Yeah, so I hear. Yeah, this isn't a fucking zoo. Even at my old church, they didn't allow beastmen in. Aye, well, Umbermill is accepting of people as long as they keep their hands to themselves and have something to offer but 
you still get some of those backwoods types that aren't exactly accepting. Yeah. So to avoid any complications, he stays cloaked. So I imagine the shifty people you have come through here are your standard shifty people. Aye. Well, then, your town in general, there's a lot of uh, different pro- uh, different businesses here, as well as I see a temple on the other side of town. I have any of these establishments um, started doing anything strange or different or changed the way they've acted recently? Not with the businesses. Um... I guess it's kind of related. So I imagine you're here asking about the people going missing, right? Absolutely. Right. Yes, crimes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Human trafficking. I'm going to go sit down with the with the wizard. Slavery. <laughs> Please take him away. <laughs> All right, I was... <laughs> me and Why is away. everyone mad at me? You, you got to stop talking. You got to stop talking. I'm asking for literally what we're here for. I just... You got to stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> so I see with my world building and preparation that I worried entirely too much on the small shit <laughs> and should have just figured that this was going to be a troll session for the majority. <laughs> um, I think I'll just have to be <laughs> Yes. <Yeah>. Crimes. <laughs> Crimes. I have high charisma. Trolling back. It's the only way to balance the pendulum here. Um, exactly. <laughs> As you ask, um, a little... With a little bit more decorum about recent goings-on and uh, the businesses, you see this powerful, hard-working woman. Uh, I mean, you can, you can tell. You see the calluses on her hands. She's weathered. She's muscular. She obviously has been running this tavern for quite a while, a number of years. She starts to fight back tears. Her eyes puff up a little bit. And she takes a moment to steady herself before she answers. In relation to people going missing, my daughter's one of them. Mm -hmm. There's rumor she was running around with a tanner's boy. And the tanner's tannery is located is located by the northern gate. They were seeing each other for a little while behind me back. I wanted better for her, but she wouldn't listen. And she's been gone for two days now. Is the uh, Tanner's boy also missing? Aye. Both of them are. Hmm. Maybe the Tanner's might know more. (sighs) Unfortunately, Bridget, she... She didn't talk to me much about where she was going, what she was doing. If she wasn't helping run the tavern, she was off seeing this boy behind me back. I'm assuming you don't approve. No, it's it's not that the Tanners or the Tanners boy are bad people per se. I just wanted better from a girl. How old is your little girl? She's a young woman. I mean, answer the question. Excuse me. That was a little rough. That was a little rough. I'm not going to lie. Apologies from my friends. Here I am pouring out my heart and soul. Brother. Baldur's beard. That was a little rough. Fine, fuck me. Have some brevity. She's 16. Nah. I can't promise we can bring her back. 
but we'll find out what happened. How old is the Tanner's boy? Same age. About same age. Oh All my right. god. <laughs> well, is there anything, um, anything else suspicious? Um, we've heard a little bit about the temple maybe being a little strange. Um, <laughs> di- I guess I have to roll a deception check on that because that's a lie. Or can I just? Can I just? You heard it from him, I but mean, you don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mind. I wouldn't call that yeah. a lie. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't believe it. To character be. had that knowledge. Okay. Or would you believe it to be? Because you are very. Yeah, he mentioned it, so I'm. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. Would, okay. So wouldn't yeah. you think all temples are strange? Yes, I do. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Twenty-two. <laughs> as, let, as me re- a, let me reword the question. Yeah. My personal stigma leads me to believe that temples can't be trusted, and you have a temple here. Let me reword the question. <laughs> right. I've never been one to trust temples. Have you heard anything about it? Has anything been strange going on there? I don't know why you would mistrust the Temple of Balder, but there have been some uh, grave robbing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's been some grave robbing incidents. Um, a little bit out of character, but did we did we ask uh, where they were last seen? Her daughter? No, no, you did not ask that. In character, you can go ahead and ask her. Have you? Where was the last place you saw your daughter or Tanner, the Tanner's boy? The last place I saw my daughter was here in the tavern. Um, at the end of her last shift. Usually, even though I disapprove of her being with the Tanner, I've found the tighter you hold on to your budding teenage daughter, the harder they push back. Oh, giving life lessons here. So I try to let her, within reason, do her own thing during her hours that she's not working the bar. Right. Fair. 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 I can't help who we love. This. That's true. I'm assuming you both live here at the tavern. Upstairs. Yes. Yes, we live here on the grounds. For the sake of investigation, you mind if we see your room? Um. Aye. I'll show you. Okay. Uh, let's let him just go. There's a lot of people to cram into one room. Yeah. That's I, fair. I don't think I could fit up the stairs. I want to go to. Okay, take. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a bad feeling. <laughs> hey, okay. Take Talkie Boy with you. <laughs> Alright, well uh, While you wait, I'll go ahead and whip you up the um, The tavern special So she pours you Three tankards Puts them on the on the bar What's the soup of the day? Your bath water from going upstairs it's your, ba- it's your bath water from last night <laughs> Let's go it's I'll cause... come back and it'll be cool for me <laughs> Gazpacho There's only two cool. soups here, love There's beef stew And then there's pottage I'll take a beef stew all right. Well, weren't you going to see? Yes, my I'll come room? back and I, what? Why? What can it? Why She's can't going I order upstairs with you. I'm going upstairs. All right, fine. I'll go upstairs. Never mind. I'll take the drink. Anyways, for the rest of you, she puts three drinks on the bar for those of you not going upstairs. And there is a reddish ale that is in these tankards. Ah, Killian. Oh, let me go get Killian's. <laughs> I'll be hey, right. You, you knew. You caught the reference. So for Steiger and. Felidrend. Felidrend. Okay. This fell uh, over here. I want to make sure I'm saying Bella. it properly. Felidrend. I'll get I'll get there. Uh she leads you both upstairs. <clears throat> and then leads you up another stair. So me and the staff, we live up here on the third floor, so that we don't have any local drunks or traveling drunks waking us up in the middle of the night. I see. She leads you to a room. It's unlocked, opens it. And you see a fairly comfortable 
bed, pushed up against a window. You see a couple of dresser drawers and a very small um, writing desk. Right. That's just at a glance. Does the writing desk have drawers? Roll investigation. This fuck out of Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> Are you serious? Motherfuck. Twenty. Okay. Those are weighted dice. <laughs> Holy Holy shit. Shit. I got two earlier. Shut yeah. up. Guys, we are off to a great story. <laughs> Which means everything is going to go no. terribly yeah. later. I'll let you take a look first. I'm here for it. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> so, investigating the desk, you find two normal drawers. One is, you know, small in size, and the other one is a little bit larger for, like, books and such. You also notice a hidden compartment in the larger drawer towards the back. Pull it up. Ah! Classic Teenage Rebellion. What do we have in here? (laughs) And with that 20, you notice a journal. Hmm. Flipping through the journal, it's written in um... Moderately legible, common, the typical scrawlings of a teenage girl, complaining about work, handsy, tavern patrons, and multiple entries of uh, Taylor Tanner. (laughs) Yes, Taylor Tanner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mostly depicting a fairly fresh romance that started about two months ago. Uh, Young love. The only thing that catches your eye is you notice an entry about Tanner told me about an interesting cave beyond the woods right towards the Dragon Spine Mountain Ridge where he's seen some people entering in the dead of night. We want to go and look and check it out, see what's going on, but I'm a little scared. Is that the last entry? That is the second to last entry. Do you specifically want to know what the last entry was? What's the last entry? (laughs) (laughs) So the last entry is, it's been a hell of a day at the tavern. I reek of stale ale. I can't wait to see Tanner today. I think we're finally going to investigate that cave. Hey, ma- hey, magic man, magic boy. Stagger, was it? That's me. Check this out. I found this diary here. They were talking about scoping out some old cave outside of town at night. This is the last entry. All right. I think that's a good place to start. Seems like a good, yes. Let's take it to the boys. We'll see if we want to visit that temple before we head out and go from there. Sounds good to me. Do we want to check anywhere else? Anything else in the room before mm, we leave? Your call. Uh, I'll check under the bed. Um, under the bed you see a small wooden box covered lightly adorned uh, with various scribbles and carvings and inside is an old woolen sock that has a small amount of coin in it Hmm. did you find money? yeah but it's in a sock under a bed Gross. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it is a teenage girl, however. Is so. the um, 
Is the tavern keep still in here with us? Yes. There's no slide. I close bed. it and slide it underneath the bed. <laughs> so, with y'all's general intelligence, you can kind of surmise that this is a stash by a teenage girl who wants to get away from this tavern life at some point. Yeah. And this is probably her savings and tips that she's amassed over the past take that shit <laughs> couple of years. I close it and slide it under the bed. I say nothing nothing here. Nothing, nothing to be seen. Hey, what was that you found? Nothing much. Just, just personal things from a personal person. We could help the investigation. I think we're good. I think we found what we need. Steiger's got a heart. Eccentric and a heart. <laughs> No crimes here. <laughs> no crimes. I'm not going to make one. I lean into Steiger, you son of a bitch. I heard the gold jingle. <laughs> there were rocks. Uh, uh, the mag- You know those magnetic rocks, rocks? Rocks that are like magnetic. Magnetic. Yeah, it's like an heirloom. <laughs> heirloom. Heirloom under there. You're assuming she had gold. I'll be back later. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Jesus. All right, yep. Yeah, I'm ready to head back down and t- tell the boys how Let's go meet what with we party. found. <clears throat> okay. So Olga relocks the door, leads you back down. Uh, meanwhile, the three of you are enjoying this red Rudy ale. Nice. Anything else while y'all are waiting for the return of your compatriots? No. No, just probably small talk. <laughs> Sit in yeah. silence. All right, let's hear the small talk. Roll. <laughs> what? Have you just heard three of the edgy boys in three different corners of the bar? <laughs> I, I, I look at the holy man and I say, I don't know you and I don't care to know you. Here's our, here's our small talk. Have you heard of the high elves? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give her a little bit of gold just for the information and the hard the hard times. Mm-hmm. I just picture Mike's character look at uh, Micah is just like, huh? Do you believe in God? It's like, yep. Turns back. You don't? Nope. That's the whole conversation. <laughs> so I've got 150 gold on me, so I just... I don't know how much would be like 3, 4 gold. So keep this in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, since since you're new to the D&D, D&D, D&D realms. Day and day realms. Day and day. So a gold piece is a significant sum of money. That's what I figured. Okay. So the- generally a drink of ale would cost a couple of copper depending on how good the brew was yeah a fine glass of wine would cost a couple of silver is this is this typical rules 100 coppers one silver 100 silvers one gold yes, yes. gotcha okay yeah, so, we're, we're okay. not using electrum fuck fuck electra fuck electrum and, you it. and platinum is a thousand the market well then, yeah, I would just like to throw her something then, just as like a gesture of goodwill. You have any change? Like, like, gave us information, put us in a direction. <clears throat> had hard times, so toss a, toss a toss coin. Toss a coin to your barkeep. Yeah, yeah if, if you want to leave a tip in the tip jar, put it on the bar, or hand it to her personally, that that's up to your discretion. You can spend just it as, as you want. You yeah. can do whatever you want. Okay. Joe. Do you say anything whenever you give her this, or do you just just like, a small gesture? Just put it on the table. Okay. Yeah. Perfectly fine. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put five five gold on the counter. God damn! Um, oh, money bags over say, here. I I can't promise you can bring her back, but I promise you we'll find out what happened. All right. So in the meantime, you let us know if you hear anything. I I roll slide a hand on one of those coins. God, roll it! Damn it! Do you really? 
<laughs> Son, of Son of a bitch. Having a touching moment. And... Seven plus four. That's eleven. Oh fucking hell! Can dude. I? So can I? With that, use my mage hand <laughs> to stop him if he succeeds. <laughs> so with that, you go to reach for one of the coins as Rim Remy Remy. Okay, Remy. I. I Forgot whether or not you actually said okay. your name. Remy. So whether or not Remy sees it, go ahead and roll a perception check with advantage. This is gonna. Oh, this is nerve wracking. This is gonna be a big action right here. <laughs> Where is oh, your twenty? That was the one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just I, looked I different in the light. It's gonna be a twenty. Goddamn. It is a twenty. It is oh a twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> What is happening? What is this shit? Start using the dice tower. <laughs> no. Goddamn, these new dice are coming out swinging. Smack his hands. It's these hands, baby. So, speaking of hands. Speaking of hands. As you go to lift your hand from the five gold, you feel the clammy caress. <laughs> True, Joe's hands are clammy. Of the little... Teledrin's hands as he caresses the back of your knuckles while trying to reach for some of the gold coins. I wrap my giant meaty catcher's mitt of a hand <laughs> around this oyster of a <laughs> the inside of an oyster basically <laughs> and tell him do I need to find that skillet now or later? <laughs> no, whoa, 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 man. They're counterfeits apart. I was just checking them. I was just making sure that she was getting what she deserved for the information. I don't know why the guild trusts trust you. I'm over in the, on the other side of the table chuckling. <laughs> Is he always like this? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Boulder's beard. I am also chuckling. <laughs> so Olga, I, I, I look at Olga and I say, "You better take this now." <laughs> Olga can't help but give a wry chuckle. <sighs> you guild types are all eccentrics. She gathers up the coin. Yeah. She looks at Girth and at Remy. Oh, thank you both for the gesture. I'll be sure to let you know anything that I find out. She kind of collects herself for a moment. It'd be much appreciated if you could bring my girl back. If you do. At least around the night will be on the house for each of you. Mm. And you'll have a special place in my heart. Much well, appreciated. It seems as if we have discovered a little bit about the whereabouts of your daughter. That she has possibly gone to investigate a nearby cave. Well, I don't know what she'd be doing out in the caves. Or anywhere near a cave. But I'd appreciate it if you'd try to find her. Cool. We'll do our best. Thank you. <sighs> there. She kind of has a heavy sigh and... Well, this place isn't going to open itself. Feel free to poke around, boys. Try not to uh, take anything what don't belong to you. I'm already making it to the exit since yeah, I was like, caught. <laughs> I, I, say we, I say we go ahead and move forward, yeah. Let's go ahead and get out of the tavern. I'm going to make a suggestion once we get outside. Um, Before we go, do you happen to know of any nearby places that may sell something of like a health potion or mana potion? Well, we've got a local herbalist. Rose has recently opened up <laughs> Girth, you her, hear uh, herbalist. 
her mother's shop. Perfect. Made it her own. And it's now the uh, Mortar and Petal. The Mortar and Petal? All right. Ripped straight out of fucking Witcher. What? Isn't that straight out of the Witcher? Mm. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. How dare you? That's very clever. How dare you, Michael? Um, It's good enough to be in the Witcher, though. I know you don't have any faith in God, but have faith in our GM, okay? (laughs) Our general manager? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) General manager of D&D. We get paid to do this. I mean, <laughs> I'm so Any used you. to online games. It's genuine to me. <laughs> it's all good. The yeah, so just right. a forward. All the names of these shops I've made myself. I like thought of on the fly. Oh, okay. If they are connected with anything, it is purely coincidental. <laughs> and let a man know before the views and opinions of the Metal Gamers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions of the Metal Gamers okay, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. are fucking awesome and never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, double terror. <laughs> Shit. No. What, what is it they say buddy? on South Park? Any uh, resemblances of life to, to any to any one person, living or dead, are purely coincidental and completely wrong, or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or completely, completely assumed and coincidental. Yeah, and terribly acted. <laughs> so, as we get outside the tavern, I uh, I want to turn to my crew and make a suggestion. Say, um, I think the holy man and somebody else should go to the temple on the holy man's hunch. Uh, I will be taking no part in that. Um, whoever wants to come with me, I would like to go to ask the Tanners some questions. Oh, shit. I'm going with you. You good, bud? I want to go take a look at that temple. Have at it. You're not uh, going in the temple. for the Tanner family as well. Okay. Well, all you got is me, holy man. <sighs> all right, so we're splitting up the party. The paladin and the thief... Of all things, moving on their own. Coming soon to Disney Plus. <laughs> all right, <laughs> there must be some so. way out of here. Said the paladin to the thief. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with your methods, but can you get us the fuck out of here? <laughs> all right, so let's see. From the tavern, One group wants to go to the Tanner, and one wants to go to the Temple. So, Which one do you want to run first? Um, yeah, we'll just do one at a time. What we'll go ahead and do is we'll denote the Rogue emblem for your yeah. group, yep. and the Cleric for the larger group. Okay. The Temple will actually be on the way to the Tanner. Okay. okay. So, that being said, uh, do y'all want to travel as a group up until that point sure. and then branch off yeah, yeah. Okay. so is it going to be that weird thing when where we, we say, say goodbye bye, where we say bye but then continue walking the same direction yes. for a little bit yeah <laughs> probably okay <laughs> alright see you later oh, I parked right, in the we'll same see direction. you guys later yeah oh. we're going to go investigate the town of house you guys can go check out that temple I'll also park my car Belladin. over there so Roy well, not to steal anything we're on a mission we're going to make some money it's gonna be fine. Just, oh, we yeah. don't need any extra yeah, money bud. that's illegally obtained. You don't need to worry about me. I got it. All right. Bell, behave. That Shit. fella. Boy, this is going to get awkward. <laughs> <laughs> So the two groups travel together 
as far as the Temple of Balder. It is a busy area. The temple is near the centermost point of the town. There's a town square, which if you look to the map, town square is here. Mm-hmm. There is a large rectangular cutout that has descending stairwells, kind of like an inverted theater. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I think an Athenian um, theater. Yeah. Out of stone. And there's a billboard located next to it with some postings, um, various jobs, requests, missing pets, missing people. The herbalist shop is located directly west of the town center. There is a fairly large, well-kept house directly north. North of the herbalist shop is the temple. It is a wooden temple, like most structures in this town are. Well-maintained. Nothing too incredibly fancy. Okay. So we'll go ahead and start with Felidrin and Girth entering the temple. And the rest of the party traveling beyond that. Okay. As we uh as we enter the temple, you can note you can notice there's a sense of unease on Girth. Like, he doesn't like... Like, even though it's a temple for his church, for what his order is, like, it, there's an unease to be there. Before I enter, you see me snap my finger three times. And then I enter. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll that come into play. <laughs> As you enter the temple, um, you notice... A priest in gray robes, mm-hmm. hooded, is lighting incense upon an altar at the end of the temple proper. Okay. Um, if you go up and talk to him, he's uh, he's one of you guys. <laughs> yeah, one of me's guys. One of you <laughs> guys. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Let's walk up to the priest and uh, trying to think. <clears throat> trying to explain how I want to ask him why why I came here. Um, just tap him lightly on the shoulder to get his attention. No, oh, uh, uh, um. Oh, he's he's. Pardon me. Pardon me. I wasn't expecting visitors yet. Morning isn't, uh... Fully risen. Yeah, we're, uh... We're looking around. Oh. 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 I see you're with the Adventurers Guild. Mm Mm-hmm. I am Priest Vareth. I'm the head priest of this temple. Obviously of the Order of Light. What can I aid you? We're just, uh, 
Just looking around, looking for anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, well. Heard about all the kids going missing? Villagers? Oh, yes. Yes, terrible indeed. Um, unfortunately, this is a border town that knows what's happening, to be honest with you. Whether it be the musings of young and adventurous, dangerous territory, or something more sinister from within. Um, I haven't heard anything too obscene or out of the ordinary, aside from the fact that our graveyards have been uh, vandalized here recently. That's what I'm after. Jesus, you couldn't have just asked about the grave robbing? Just one at a time. Oh, God. What's there to take in the graveyard? Remains. Whoa, 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 rewind. Now, when you say remains, you know, we're not talking about just some some small-time thief. You're talking about body parts. Yes, exactly. Huh. Mm. So not the jewelry? Well, it's not my working. Not their goods? The body parts? The bodies themselves, unfortunately. Come, come. He leads you out of the temple proper. Um, <clears throat> you, you notice at a glance... Girth, you're used to the capital where everything is ornate, everything is mm-hmm. carved by artisans and top of the top of the line mm-hmm. in artistic quality. You notice this is obviously a more rustic temple. And the altar at which the priest was lighting incense and candles, there is a wooden depiction of a sinewy but muscular male figure. Jesus. (laughs) In front of a tree trunk and he has a spear plunged through his side, his hands gripping the spear, impaling him to the tree itself. Even though you have your reservations about the order itself, you take a moment to appreciate the symbology and loving care that's gone into this work of art as you follow the priest out to the graveyards. As you exit Temple proper, you notice there's a wrought iron fence around the perimeter of this small town grave site. How tall is the fence? Approximately seven feet tall. Pretty good fence. <laughs> Chest high, he ain't getting over that fence. <laughs> it's seven or eight feet tall, depending on which story you're coming out of. <laughs> um, you notice that there is a gate to the southwest, and it has an actual chain, a linked chain, and a fairly secure lock. Priest leads you to a couple of grave sites, and you can see the earth has been removed, and it looks it looks almost like it's a brand new plot. Hmm. The dirt's been removed. 
but there's not enough dirt to cover the hole. Hmm. <clears throat> what times you notice these grave robbings uh, happening? When did you first discover that this happened? So we check these grounds. We have a live-in gravekeeper. He's in the small house that you'll notice there, and he points to the southwest. He lives in that cabin. Um, he and his wife lived there for a number of years until she fell ill and sadly passed away. She was buried here, and her grave is one that was also desecrated. Mm. Body's gone missing. But to answer your question, we check these daily. You'd say the next morning? Yes. All right, the gravekeeper. Is his house within within the wall? Outside of it. Outside of it. <clears throat> Who all has access to this? Myself, the gravekeeper, and the temple apprentice. Hmm. I know where the gravekeeper's at. You're here with us. Where's this apprentice? What's his name? The apprentice, her name. You guys let women in here? <laughs> oh. It's a very progressive area. Yeah, whatever. All her right, name sure. is Laurel. Well, it's, it's a good power up in uh, vampires. Laurel. <laughs> Fucking bigot. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel. I hardly knew her. <laughs> Can't wait to rest on those laurels. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> you know what? Just you for that, me, you hear in the distance. we're pronouncing Damn. it Laurel. <laughs> Can't wait to rest on those laurels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> You smarted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that lock doesn't appear to be anything special, so I'm not entirely sure if that narrows it down. Don't worry about what I said. Um, <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, you mind if I take a closer look at these graves? By all means. All right. Uh, I want to investigate the disturbed remains. Okay. Um. So you're investigating the grave sites, right? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll investigation. All right, let's go. Give me a one. Is that a one? That was a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Asking yeah. you shall receive. It's feaster. Cold. It's feaster famine on the Metal Gamers <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Fucking apparently. apparently. Yep. So that you dirt's, notice dirt. Dirt's been moved. You notice <laughs> um, these graves have been dug up. Uh, am I able to roll an investigation as well? Or does it matter? Yeah, sure. Go I ahead. Don't, I don't. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll I allow actually... two attempts. Why are you rolling Joe's dice? Because he doesn't have dice. Yeah, I did. Two. God uh, damn, two. crushing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. this fucking sock. <laughs> um, so, yeah, same thing. Oh. The best that either of you can tell is yes, Nothing. these grave sites have been recently dug up uh, because the soil isn't bone dry from sun exposure. However, you're also in a mountain depression in thickly wooded areas, and there's a heavy mist from the mountain terrain. So that may also have something to do with it. You're not quite sure. Fuck, man. We haven't gotten very far at all. They are definitely graves. They sure are. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What was the priest's name one more time? The priest is Vareth. Vareth. Not sure what else I can get from this. Let me, uh... 
I think we should go have a couple words with the gravekeeper and the apprentice. Okay. Um, by all means. Which one do you want to go to first? Girth. I have no idea. I'm sorry, I am really struggling right now. No, you're good, man. Um... go wake up the gravekeeper. He's probably sleeping right now. He works night shift. Alright, so he leads you over to Graveyard the, shift, even. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to the graveyard shack. Um, He knocks. There's no answer. Mm, how much of a dick do I want to be? Roleplay, baby! <laughs> He's usually asleep this time of day, isn't he? Usually is. There's surely something that has to get him up. Maybe. However, he could be out and about running some errands since his shift has ended. Is there a window? There is a window. Can I peer through it? You may. Roll me a perception check. <laughs> oh. What would perception be? Um, perception should be your wisdom modifier plus whatever your proficiency bonus is. Uh, so seven, nine, and then proficiency bonus. Uh, so that's 11. Okay, within 11, um, it's dark. There's no light source inside, and it's still morning hours, so there's not enough sunlight to really give you much of a view. You can make out some general shapes from this angle of a bed, can't tell anything specifically, and a table and chairs. Mm. That's about it. Pull Girth aside. Girth, do me a favor. Mm. Keep the priest busy. So you can do what? Work my magic. You don't do magic. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm incredibly worried about it. Just talk to the fucking priest. (sighs) I don't want to talk to the priest. (laughs) Fine. You better not steal anything. I won't steal. Fine. Listeners. I just winked. Girth was just winked at. <laughs> Roll check. I didn't like it. <laughs> he was winked upon. Against its will. Alright, so you're gonna try to keep the priest occupied? I'm gonna try. Okay. Walk, walk the perimeter. Well, walk walk to the, the gate. So you step off with the priest kind of to the side of the gravekeeper's house. And you lead him there under the pretext of having some questions for him. So he follows you around to the corner of the house. And whenever you get there, you you stumble. You don't like to deceive people. You don't know what your compatriot is doing. And the priest sees your hesitancy and assumes his role and goes, my child, you seem troubled. Are you having trouble walking the path? The world weighs heavy on all of us, even those of us who wear the cloth, those of us who hold the banner, and those of us who hold the sword of righteousness. All right, so while he's off to the side, I gently turn the doorknob, check if it's locked. The door is locked. All right. 
I'm gonna go ahead and use those thieves. The way is shut. The way is shut. <laughs> go ahead and use those thieves' tools, and we're gonna open the way. All right, go ahead and roll me a tool proficiency check. <clears throat> what is that? That would be dexterity? Yeah, so it's gonna be dexterity plus, plus proficiency. your proficiency, and then... As a rogue, I believe you have tool proficiency, so it should be your proficiency modifier twice. Okay. Sick. So, that's a plus eight right off the right out out of the gate. Let's oh goddamn! Go. It's one. Twenty. <laughs> that's a twenty. Easter famine. Ooh. Genuinely. <laughs> wow. All right. I need to check these dice. This isn't right. <laughs> so maybe I'm like not rolling it correctly. So your tools penetrate the opening of the lock. Oh, Ooh, tell go me on. More. Tell me more. They slide in. Ooh. Well oiled. You just Ooh. see my character's face. He just, ha- he just has the O face as he's doing it. Just, oh, yeah. I'm going to pop this lock so hard. I won't do sex scenes, but I will totally innuendo. <laughs> the the lock makes the, a, a Hagao face or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> a Hagao. How old are you? What's it called? <laughs> what are you doing, step pick? <laughs> Good point. So, <clears throat> your nimble fingers, <laughs> from years of experience, <laughs> work the edges of the lock, sliding the shaft in just right to find the perfect spots. Click. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Click. Boom. It's a trap. I'm oh. Sure. Well, well, somebody's already raised the uncomfortable flag. Moving on. <laughs> I am a considerate DM. <laughs> you hear the click, followed by another. And then one more. All the tumblers have been released. The latch unlocks. And the door gives way. All right, so door's open. <clears throat> Take one step inside. Or... Er- one, one sneaky boy step inside, make as little sound as possible, and I try to see if I can detect anyone else in there with me. Roll me a perception check. And a stealth check. So, perception first. Eleven. Would be... Plus your wisdom if you're proficiency. Uh, or proficient in it. Eleven, so... What determines if I'm... Oh, because I have the two... No, I'm sorry. It'll be plus whatever your wisdom modifier is if you are not proficient in perception. That would be a 13. But my proficiencies would be the two highest ones, right? Am I understanding So, proficiencies are the skills that you've bubbled in on the skill table. Oh, okay, duh. So then, yeah, that'd be uh, be 13. Okay, so with a 13... One second here. Oh, okay. So, a couple of things happen. Roll me a um, stealth check as well, because you said you were taking a single sneaky boy step. A sneaky boy step. Yes. Is that still a d20? Yes. Yep. Any check will be. I'm proficient in that, so... Oh, imagine it's going to be like an 18 total or some shit. 4, 15, 16, 17. 17. Okay. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Right. So, you step in and quickly duck down into the shadows and take a look around you're able to blend in without making much of a sound naturally (laughs) 
you're aware of something in the corner. You're not sure what with a 13, but a smell assaults your, your nose. Something, something unwell, something rotten, something unclean, like maybe weeks old trash. Something just isn't right. Either he needs to take out the trash or there's a dead fucking body in here. I want to find the source of that smell. Ooh, that <laughs> So, roll me another <laughs> stealth check. <laughs> what the fuck's that? Turns out he just left Chinese in the microwave. <laughs> Josh, that was you. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it's 11 again, so 17. So you're able to poke around, and you make very little noise. The priest doesn't notice. You hear nothing while you're talking to Vareth. Roll me a perception as well. <clears throat> 13 plus 2, 15. You notice there's a form in the bed underneath the covers. Mm-hmm. And the smell seems to be originating from there. Oh. Well, gotta crack a few eggs. I'm gonna move that blanket ever so gently. As you move the blanket, you see the still form of a bluish, purple-fleshed female humanoid. Oh god, she's dead! (laughs) Oily hair. And as you move the blanket, its head turns towards you. I don't like that. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just GTFO. Roll initiative. Oh no. (laughs) Change the music. (laughs) Five, and that is is that plus initiative, so nine? Hmm? Isn't that plus initiative? Do you have a plus to your initiative naturally? Uh it should be your dexterity modifier, right? Oh, so yeah, nine. Generally. So the the way initiative works is you roll raw. Right. Unless you have a feat that adds to your initiative. Okay. And then if, in the event, you are tied for initiative and you're contesting it, it would be your dexterity modifier. Understood. Okay. So, you rolled a what? Uh, five, uh, five plus four, so nine. What's the plus four from? Wasn't it from dexterity? Or did no. I miss? No. No, I just explained that. Oh, sorry, I was paying yeah. attention. I was reading. If, 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 you, if you tie, dexterity's the tiebreaker. Yeah, if, if it's a contested thing. Okay, uh, so then five. Okay. So, um, this creature rolled a 13 on their initiative. Fortunately, they have to spend their turn putting on their pants. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Wouldn't that be great? So, this creature rises from the bed and lunges at you as you, like, drop the blanket. What the fuck is this? And takes a swing at you. What's your armor class? Uh, 16. 16. That is a miss. It trips over the sheets of the bed as it tries to reach out and grab you. What are you doing? Uh, is disengaging an option, running out and closing the door behind me? You are a rogue, so you may disengage as a bonus action. So, yes. Ooh. I'm going to disengage. We're going to come back to this later. Okay, so you run out the door and... 
Close, close the door behind me. Okay, so you close the door. Um, Girth, <clears throat> as you're talking about the woes of the world and the weight of walking the path, suddenly <clears throat> you hear a crash and then the slamming of a door and you see Felidrin breathing heavily, holding the door closed. Holy man, I might have fucked something up. Oh, fish sticks. <laughs> so now we pan over to Steiger, Mivhall, and Remy's group. Suspense. So we're looking for the the Tanner's family, I believe, to ask them some questions. Yeah, like, we're we're heading to the Tanner's right, family. So, now. so I want to head to whoever's skinning the largest creature <laughs> at the Tanner's. That's who I want. Okay. Um. So currently, oh, wait, is it the Tanner's family or the Tanner's merchants? Both. The Tanner's Tannery. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're Tanner's, okay. That and their names are, are Tanner's. Awesome. Okay. It's almost like their last names are based on things that they do. <laughs> it, it's almost like it was a sign from the gods as opposed yeah. to the name of their family. Well, <laughs> you know, that's why last names like Shoemaker were a thing. Right. Exactly. And we can't do that today or else we'd have names like Kyle Pillowfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you leave his to-be pillow alone. I, I hey, still I will. will. It's a healthy trade. It'll never go bad. I still need it know what the hell Defaboz did. <laughs> they defed the, the boss. Yeah, duh. I so want to know that too, actually. That kid rock song? They did something so bad the words don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been stricken from the record. I dropped a thingy. Yeah, the, the, the pop filter? <laughs> yeah. What did you do with it? Nothing. I literally did nothing. It just popped off. Uh, this might this might spike right There we right. go. <laughs> How are we feeling now? Do we sound sultry? It's, it doesn't pop. That's cool. Sometimes it does. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Now then. Marker number 13. <laughs> the three of you find yourselves outside of Tanner's Tannery. You make your way to the largest hide that's currently being stretched. That's me. All right. So you I'll follow close behind. You see a middle-aged man. Corded muscles, broad shoulders, stretching what looks like an ox hide. However, it is massive. A massive ox hide. He's stretching between these um, these interesting stakes. They're, they're wooden and they're large, almost like... A middle-aged oak tree. They're so thick, and they're just firmly planted in the ground. And there's something holding them there, uh, like a cement mixture around, okay. okay, holding them in place. Very heavy duty. Very heavy duty. This is a permanent tanning structure, okay, or contraption that's been built. <clears throat> so you make your way towards this because it's the largest one. What are you doing? I I, I walk up and. My presence is probably already known, so there's not a whole lot of subtlety with me. Uh, and I ask him... That's um, the other guy. <laughs> my word, what manner of beast did this fall off of? The gentleman kind of gives you a over-the-shoulder glance, like 
he felt your presence upon him. Or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, it's your nine-foot shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> uh, out of town, Aram. Have you never seen Narok? There's many things I've not seen. But nothing I couldn't kill. <laughs> well, Aroks are more domesticated these days, but you get one in a bad mood and they'd probably even give a big man like you a run for their money. They stand about nine feet to the shoulder. They've been giving this town a run for their money. Oh no, most of these are domestic. What about that one over there? I gestured towards the bugbear. Uh, the bugbear back towards the uh, guild hall? I, I'm assuming it was the same tannery. No, no. It's so, not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To, to retcon <laughs> that, the, um, the guild hall is the building here, okay. and you guys are all the way over here towards the north gate. Okay. So, um, to, to retcon. All right. It's all right. Notice some more unusual creatures up that way. You ever dealt with any of them? Uh, occasionally, the guild brings us work whenever they don't have any tanners on hand. Or That's us. Their own people. Specialized merchants, but generally they bring us steady trade and steady work. Any, any unusual mm-hmm. creatures that have been given you? Any paws? <laughs> Just like that. Well, clever. We, <clears throat> we had a weird uh, a creature that came out of the Chaos Storm not too long ago, about a week ago. It was a, uh, I think they called it a manticore. Some sort of being that was a mixture of lion, wyvern, and uh, scorpion stinger. That was a little bit weird. Mm. That's very weird. Yes, I would say. <laughs> I give uh, I give Steiger a pat on the ass, and I say, "All right, hop to it, question boy. <laughs> Why this? Why touch me this way? <laughs> <laughs> to spurn you to action." Tell the man while we're here, child. <laughs> we're here looking for Taylor Tanner. I believe he is a boy of 16 years old that has gone missing. And we believe that he has escaped with a Brittany, I believe it is. Checks notes. <laughs> Checking notes. He drops his tools. Bridget. Yes. Uh, uh, Taylor. Supposedly there is a cave nearby that they were looking to explore. We believe that this child was working here. Uh, I assume you mean Olga's brat, Bridget. I wouldn't say that specifically, but daughter, yes. Uh, Taylor's had a thing for her for a number of moons. Uh, as he pauses, suddenly the atmosphere in the town shifts. You hear a growing cacophony of bells ringing. Growing with intensity. Someone committed a sin. And suddenly, there's bustle everywhere. People are running, people are shouting. Get into your houses. You hear the guard yelling to assemble at the north gate. And the tanner looks. Shit. Must be a storm. Good luck, Ventures. And he runs inside. Do Do we hear the call to run to the north gate? You do hear the call. You hear it loud and clear as a military command. Assemble at the North Gate! Storm sighted! Boys, 
dangers that way. Well, it is right there, so <laughs> we're there. Yeah, let's walk over there, yes. <laughs> I time, will time walk to earn that way behind you. Yes. <laughs> time to earn our keep, boys. I'd say so. While you're in the throes well, of this conversation. is on my list. A very winded and flushed looking... Bellandrill. 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 Fuck! I have been wrong too! No! We were both wrong! Joe! He's a mysterious man. A mysterious rogue figure runs up to you. Who is mysterious yet familiar. That's that fella from earlier. me? Who have you robbed this time? Oh, fucking... Dead. Not dead. I don't even know. Uh, Girth's still back in the tail. He's fucking... He's fine. It's just... Uh, <laughs> take, take a deep breath. A lot is happening. A lot. What's going on here? Chaos um, storm. God damn it. Yeah, you're to deal with that now. It's God time, damn it. it. It's time to actually earn your gold for once. Come you're on, gonna go we're going. to the north gate. Follow us. We'll deal with your dead, undead, not dead thing later. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> All right, fucking let fu Mr. Mountain lead the pack. God damn, give me a second. <sighs> yeah, Remy, you, you definitely lead the pack on this one. We'll follow right, right behind you. All right, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I think I got it. We'll, <clears throat> Girth will figure it out. We're going, boys. Right behind me. Let's go. Yeah, we're gonna Same figure guy, this both man horses. He's drawing. It's battle time. He's drawing. Mike, you better add that in there. We're going into narration. I love it, by the way. Oh, we're like Van Canto. Fucking right. God damn it. All right. As you rush towards the gate, you notice. Four guards are assembled there currently. <clears throat> Roderick is with them, the captain you met earlier. And you see this giant, these giant wisping black tendrils coming down from the cloud cover, coalescing above the surface of the road in front of you. Clouds end up gathering like a dark fog and lightning, purple lightning crashes into the ground in multiple areas and eventually the lightning strikes connect and where they connect all of a sudden this tear in the fabric of reality forms and this giant almost eye-like portal opens oh cool i drew it right <laughs> nice sick it mostly it looks like an egg an inky darkness looms beyond the void <laughs> Perfect. Shut up. <laughs> Roll it. And from the void, <clears throat> the 
these monstrous guttural sounds echo, displaced, disembodied, screeches, terrifying roars and anguish. <clears throat> and an odd scaled beak juts out. And an avian head breaks through the void, followed by a serpentine, feathery body. And you see what looks like some mutated conglomerate of gigantic, unholy lizard mixed with like a feral rooster. I lay a hand on the guard, Captain. Is this normal around here? Chaos storms, yes. These creatures, absolutely fucking not. And then another one comes from the void. Two of them merge. Good fucking God. Roll initiative. Let's go! Let's go. Hold on, pull this cleric spell book up. I got a seven. Nice, don't let me down. 17. 16. So we're fighting these things, yeah? Don't think we've got another choice. Alright. Oh, nice. Ah, we got pri- initiative cards. Cool. Very nice. <clears throat> A seven. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to add that in? <laughs> Is it copyright? Final Fantasy VIII battle music? It's not. Seven. Please do. Or is that seven? Yeah. If it doesn't have any... Um... No, there's no issues with stuff like that. Okay. Then, yeah. Add it in, man. Let's I'm down for go. it. Uh, we don't have second level spells, right? We just have first level. Yeah, we just have first level. We got second level, too. I don't think I do. I think I just have oh. first level. Okay. Maybe that'll work. You'll, right. get, you'll get used to it eventually. Eventually. I've just been fucking hand-holding the mic. God damn it. I'm going to do that anyways. All right. So, in turn oh, order, no, we have... <clears throat> Steiger, Philandrel. Goddamn. We have the captain of the guard. <laughs> we have Mike. <laughs> then we have both of these cockatrices. And then we Country. have Remy. All right. <clears throat> so, combat has started. Steiger, what are you doing? Um, am I in range to use Scorching Ray on any of these things? <laughs> so, we're going to say that all of you guys are outside of the barricades. Um, if you'd like to go ahead and po- position your pieces, I have your class indicators here. Oh, nice. Um, go ahead and determine where you would like to be outside of the initial palisades. So we're, so we're, yeah. right, we're, we're right inside the gate of a city? Is that correct? So you guys have actually gone outside of the gate. Okay. 
Um, these are actually trees. Trees, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, all good. <laughs> they don't have any foliage yet. We'll, we'll get better. We'll get those stuff. We'll glue yeah, some yeah. leaves to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I'm gonna go grab some leaves. <laughs> so your enemies are the cockatrices here. Okay. Um, as they exit the void, the chaos storm dissipates. So the storm has spawned these two creatures okay. and then dissipated from there. Okay. Um, Philandrel, are you fine with where you are? Is there any cover nearby? Um, the trees that are indicated on the map. Why these pillars? Yeah, the, okay. the wooden blocks here. So Kyle used his turn to move. Am I understanding that? Um, no, we haven't done any. We're just setting up where we are. Anything basically. yet? Yeah. Me? Yep, that's you. Okay, and Mivol. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Joe, and I'll be right behind them. <clears throat> okay, that's perfectly fine. All right. Or um, actually, because you're hiding behind the pillar, the tree, right? Okay, then I'll just... next to him. All right. So as far as battle space is determined distance-wise, each of these squares signifies a five-foot distance. Sure. Okay. So um, the nearest cockatrice is. 15 by 20 feet. From me? Yes, from you. Okay. Remy. Speed was uh, how many feet we could move, correct? 30 yes. feet old. Yes. 30 feet is the standard for most humans. I feel like I had a bonus to that. So, I, uh, so they're 30 feet. As out. a rogue, you might. I'm sorry. What am I? Every block is how long? Five, Five feet. Five. And there's two of these creatures right now. Yes, there are. All right. So I guess uh, Kyle would go first. He is first in the turn order. So yes. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up the guards as a single NPC. because I don't have too many pieces readily available. Better than what we used to use. Ain't that the damn truth. I wanted to use Scorching Ray, but I don't see it in the spells here. Um, so Scorching Ray spells will be in the back of the player's handbook the under the spell impendium, and it will be in alphabetical order. One action, 120 feet. Instantaneous. Create three ray of fire and hurl them at a target. Within range, you can hurl them at one target or several. Make a ranged attack spell for each ray. Or make damn. one ranged attack for each ray. On the hit, target takes 2d6 of fire damage. And at higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of a third level or higher, which I don't believe I'm doing right now. I'm not doing third level spell, am I? No, no you shouldn't be. No, yeah, okay. second should be the highest you have. I have three, and we don't know how strong these are, so I'll hurl all three of them at the closest one. All right, go ahead and make a range spell attack for all three. I forgot how much they buffed up a uh, scorching ray. I'm here for it. Me too. So how many Magic times I roll? D20. Yeah, three yep. of them. Three. That's 20. a 20. <laughs> Come oh my on. God. That's a fucking hit. <laughs> One. 
That is a miss. <laughs> All right. Um, a 16 is also a hit. Let's go. And anything for chaos magic, wild magic? Uh, actually, you did roll a one, so we need to refer to the wild sorcery tree for your punishment, sir. Let's see. So you rolled a one. Uh, with that, for wild magic, I need you to roll a d100 and a d10. <clears throat> Looks like the 100, but smaller numbers. That's it. Yep, just roll them both together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a total of... Seven. Yeah. Seven <laughs> percent. So for a seven. Oh no. No, oh, isn't zero? Oh no, that's right. Yeah. You cast fireball as a third level spell centered on yourself. What the fuck? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, what happens is congratulations, bud. You did this. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we narrate. God damn it. For the narration, you cast scorching ray. You reach out and. You concentrate for three globs of fire, three globes of fire yeah. from your fingertips. You conjure one. You get a piercing pain through your head for a second as the magic kind of escapes your grasp and there's this slightly cackling field of electricity hovering above your middle finger. And then you conjure the third globe of fire and you shoot the energy towards your opponent. Go ahead and roll for the damage of the Scorching Ray. Alright. Yep. A six. And a six. Okay, so twelve. 12. And that first one was a critical, so that damage is doubled. Um, Would you prefer to roll that damage again, or just double the initial damage roll for critical hits? This is a question for the group. Um, it, that's up to you. Personally, I don't care. Should it be up to the caster? Well, I, I, uh, I, I he means as like group rules going. Yeah, forward. I would I would prefer okay. to have something concrete Consistent. going forward. Yes, I'd say double. Yeah, how often do twenties yeah. happen? Like almost never. So yeah, well, okay. uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So are we fine with doubling the damage roll? Yeah, I'm fine with yeah. that. Okay, keep things perfectly simple. fine. So simple. Uh, you have twelve plus six. That's a total of eighteen damage. Holy shit, he's fucking dead. From two of your scorching rays blasting into the target. These globes hovering above your fingertips just shoot towards the cockatrice with your outstretched hand and singe flesh and feathers and the cockatrice just fucking jumps back and shrieks in a shrill rage and you can see the scorch mark and the flames licking at the ground around it. Yeah. And now I need you to roll that fireball damage, which is, I, I believe... A second time, right? I, like, hit the so, first time, failed the second time, yes. hit the third time? Yep. Or does the second one fuck with... Or we're just doing it in that order. Yeah, okay. so... Okay. So what happened is your, um, your scorching ray globes both hit. Gotcha. Did the damage, and then we're having the wild magic 
yeah snap into okay. reality I see. so fireball Hope i believe is 66 66 what 66 66 oh, oh damn I, I thought you meant the number 66 all right yeah, so yeah, i gotta it's, roll it's, that it's it's within 20 feet yep so. <laughs> and 8d6 all right my friend so let's go ahead and make this a little bit simpler I'll give you some Each extra. creature in its 20-foot radius sphere centered on the, on the point must make a dexterity saving throw. So you can still <laughs> save throw, do a saving throw, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then a target takes 8d6 on a failed save or half as much on a successful Pulling one. a Mega Moon right off the bat. Oh, so, <laughs> you're, so you may only... So you can't even dodge it. You have to roll so saving what, throw. What, what you're going to do is you're going to roll the damage and then you... <laughs> Remy... Uh, the guards and Mivhal are all going to have to roll dexterity saving throws. <laughs> I fucking <So>. hate you. <laughs> Who? I, whatever. So I have danger sense, mm-hmm. and it means I gain um, advantage advantage on dexterity saving throws against things I can see. <clears throat> okay, perfectly fine. Okay. We're gonna roll Factor this. that in. Okay. Oh my. A lot of damage. Count up that damage for me. That's Six, a lot of damage. 6, 10, 13, 19, 23. So that's 23. All right. And that's a lot the, of damage. Hold on. The deck save is going to be whatever your spell casting DC is. So that's going to be 8 plus your spell casting ability, which is charisma, whatever your modifier is for that, plus your proficiency bonus. Charisma's 4. Okay. So that's going to be 12 plus your proficiency, which I believe is plus 2. So the difficulty for this check is going to be a total of 14. Okay. <clears throat> the five have advantage. So advantage, you roll again, and you take the higher of the two numbers. Oh, nice. Okay. The four. <laughs> That's 16. A 16. That is a success. Um, the guards roll a 20, so they're able to dodge. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> Uh, so a 14 is the difficulty so you make it nice did you roll yours oh no yep roll your deck. I didn't know I had a chance to roll out of my yeah, own yeah you do uh, and that is plus a... your dexterity modifier eight sorry what's your dex mod two ten okay that is a failure god damn it so um, with fireball for the save is half <laughs> damage ground. isn't it Saves half damage. All right. So for uh, everyone who did not roll a natural 20, which would be the guards, uh, you will be taking oh damn, 12 points of fire damage. Holy shit. And Steiger will be dealing himself 23 damage. I'm down. Wait, how much health do you have? 22. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so... As you focus on those globes and you try to fire off, you try to fire off the last globe. It it doesn't come naturally, so you force it, and suddenly there's a tear and a shift, and the energy at your fingertips just overflows and wraps around you, crackling with uncontrollable magic, and suddenly a huge ball of fire bursts into being in the palm of your hand and just explodes. Alright. Explosion! Yep. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what happened. Alright, I'll be taking a nap, fellas. Philandrel! <laughs> Who? 
You. Feladrin. <laughs> Feladrin. There you go. It's your turn. Hmm. <laughs> Are the the cockatrice? <coughs> is there? Are they? Are they paying attention to Steiger now? Probably not. One of them definitely is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Speaking of, which one did you target? I need you to. Oh, uh, that, that one on the right. Ah, god okay. damn it! That's Thank not you. the one I wanted. Sorry. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Um. What's the range on a short bow? Actually, I don't know. Um, 60 feet. Ah, shit. You're within range. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna double down. I'm going to, uh... You can't sneak attack a... With a short bow, can you? You can. I can. Huh, I'm behind cover. Yeah, as long as you're heading. It is a finesse weapon. Alright, I'm going to sneak attack with short bow. The one that was already hit. All right, go ahead and roll. So rolling for attack is you roll a d20. Three. So in your haste to knock the arrow, you get jostled by the sudden explosion that happens centered on Steiger and your arrow goes wide. <laughs> God damn <laughs> uh, next up in turn order is or are the guards Roderick looks over to you adventurers pick off the one to the left me and my boys will handle the one that you've recently damaged and are you talking about the enemy or our ally over here <laughs> obviously the birds taking a I'm fucking dirt nap god damn <laughs> you're not dead you're just down whatever I look at mid I'm like this fucking guy this fucking Guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> so the guards then move up and they proceed to surround one of the cockatrice, the one you have already damaged. And they begin harassing the bird, shouting obscenities, beating on their shields. Hey, you want to come back to my place later? <laughs> Cat calling it. <laughs> we literally got no martial training. We just know how to make people uncomfortable. There's no time for sensitivity training. See in that this world. <laughs> no. So the guards are armed with a uh, mixture of spears, heavy banded wooden circular shields, and short swords. And begin swinging. Ooh. Oh no. Oh my. Oh no. Okay. Um D6 8 Okay. And <clears throat> the three of them end up including Roderick end up hacking away at the thing. Um one of the guards ends up having an attack deflected by the lashing tail as B starts thrashing after these swords dig into its flesh. And you can see that they've started making some headway, tearing into the beast, but it, it's not down, it's not tired, and it may be getting a little bit more ferocious in the throes of combat. 
Next up in turn order is Mivhol. Don't. Okay. Is the cat there? In forward. Oh shit. Thank you. <clears throat> I'll eventually get used to the environment. It's all good, man. Okay. I still haven't. Uh, for my first action, I'm going to uh, use spare that. I'm going to walk over to. I'm going to for my movement action. I'm going to move over to Kyle. Okay. To Steiger. So five, ten, fifteen. Yep. Uh, I will use my primary action to use the cantrip spare the dead uh, which is a touch action to uh, which stabilizes him okay uh, if it stabilizes a character at zero hit points back to one back. well back to stable back. so whenever you're down you are bleeding out essentially um, so yeah. as Mivhall places his hands on your chest you feel this pulse of magic uh. and <gasps> breath comes back to your lungs and <laughs> and I go, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> a little too happy. Uh, are you doing anything else, Mike? Uh, uh, for my, I'm going to use a bonus action to do um, to use healing word. Uh, okay. I will use my one second level spell slot for today uh, to cast a first level evocation. Okay. Um, to do two d four plus spell casting plus or a uh, plus spell casting modifier. Okay. Um, which is so. Roll one of his D four. Here's one of mine. Uh, so okay. So it'll be three plus two plus uh, proficiency. So plus two. So seven plus was a modifier, which is plus four. So eleven. Nice. All right. So you're up eleven points, Tiger. Ah! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> ah! Shout across the battlefield. The power of nothing above, am I right? <laughs> no god did that. <laughs> I did that. All me, baby. <laughs> no gods, no kings, only man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, how much damage did I take, by the way? It was like 13? Uh, yes. Anyone who was within that radius took 13. Hi, Hi Tim. Tim. So, I'm at 11 shit. <laughs> Um, also, even though that was funny interaction there, uh, I'd like you to describe what does your spellcasting look like whenever you breathe life into Steiger's dying form? <laughs> it looks like, ha, 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 stay, stay alive, alive, stay alive. alive. <laughs> Are you just doing chest compressions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I place my hands... <laughs> when, I'm do, when I'm doing my first action sorry that was really funny when I'm doing my first action of uh, spare the dying uh, instead of looking like I am pulling from a place of worship or faith I just look really fucking angry like I'm just doing at a pure rage I grab him by the chest slam him on the ground <laughs> and it jostles him away okay so a little bit of shock therapy yeah exactly <laughs> the frustration school of healing <laughs> And then uh, he, the he, same thing. Are <laughs> you sure you didn't multi-class as Barbarian? Yes. <laughs> and then uh, the same thing with the healing. Instead of it coming from a holy place, it just looks like I'm like just willfully staring, looking at him and like, fucking heal, goddammit. <laughs> he's got, it just increases the bags under his eyes as he gets tired from the stress. And he's like, if I can't sleep, neither can you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Alright, cool. So you just will Steiger's wounds to heal. Yeah, exactly. And the burn marks just slowly fade, being intimidated by your scowling edginess. And I smack him. <laughs> you, know, you like it, don't you? I, I, got a, I got a CLS story that is exactly this. <laughs> yeah. I bet. CLS stories are the greatest. What is CLS? Combat, Combat life life saver. Oh, yeah. Basically, one of the one of the poor medics from Trolley Company was playing this uh, this um, casualty that like was freaking out, like you know, cause that happens sometimes, and he like wouldn't yeah. sit still, and, like you know, tried to get to his buddy who was like already gone, and like I, I'm doing everything they're telling me to do to like calm him down, and everything, and eventually I get frustrated and I just grab him by the collar and said, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and he looked at me like, "Oh shit!" And he stopped, and I'm like, "All right, we're good." <laughs> I got him out of there. <laughs> the, the the guy that was running the course afterward was like, "All right, I would never tell a casualty to shut the fuck up, but that was effective." <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> they don't really train you on how to wrap a fucking hip and ass bullet wound. Yeah. So sometimes it's just up to fucking ingenuity of what works. Yep. Same shit with Spit fucking on shell it, shot. Gauze on it. Yeah. Just don't cut off duct the, tape. Just don't cut off the blood of their junk. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> we can save. Because we I'll all save your dick. Don't worry. Because we all know if we get amputated in the genitals, we'd rather just be dead. Yep. <laughs> all right. So moving along in turn order, the cockatrice are next. Cockatrice. Cockatrice. Cockatrice, 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 the cocks, <laughs> the cocky birds. All right, so one of them is going to run up to the big hulking form that he can see, uh. and the other is going to swing at the guard that scored a critical hit on them and lash out. So we'll go ahead and go with the guards under fire first. That is a 14. That is a hit, which is... Roderick, no! Hmm. no. Nameless guard number two. No! <laughs> right. Number two's my family. favorite. <laughs> Look at so you. You haven't be... even got a name tag. <laughs> <laughs> you stand no chance. <laughs> is that a red right. uniform? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oof. Red right. shirt guard. So they're going to bite into the shoulder of the guard. He's gone. And they must make a... Saving throw, which is cetacean mudcrabs. That is a success. Nice. So he gets bit in the shoulder and he kind of jerks back and bats off the razor sharp beak. And the next one makes an attack on you, Remy. Let's go. What's your armor class? If you want 16, you can get it. It lashes out with this razor sharp beak-filled maw and you just kind of bat it off with the end of your axe. Ah! <laughs> Alright, and you're next up in turn order. Alright. Despite shrugging off a blow, my character looks like he's in deep concentration, like he's again, having an internal dialogue with himself, and seeing a comrade fall near him, awoken something. <laughs> <laughs> it was another personality. Self-inflicted, though, it may be. But it awoken something in him that he's not quite sure of. A little fire and under his ass. As you, oh as you see his breath start to increase in, in volume, his giant shoulders heaving, his tattoos start to glow, this eerie blue. Fucking magic tattoo, motherfucker. And he enters a rage. You could have just... You know what? I like yeah. the storytelling. Let's go. Right. So... <laughs> 
upon upon entering this rage, you feel something in the air has shifted. Something is different. Maybe there's something else here with you. So, having this adrenaline burst, this giant axe that you finally see wielded in the in the hands of this giant barbarian comes crashing down in the direction of the cockatrice. Make an attack roll. Thirteen. And you're now what in a strength plus four? That's a hit. Yeah, that's a hit. So roll damage. Damage on that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't look at the damage on that. Oh shit! Is it a great axe? I think it's a D twelve. I'm pretty sure It'd it be is 3D as well. Three D twelve then, because uh, it goes by level. No, no. At least that's what it did for me. No, th- those are for spells. For melee weapons, it's different. Oh no, for my melee weapon. Oh no, never mind. I'm talking about my. I'm thinking of my normal attack modifier. Weapons, free attacks. It's either a D12 or 2D6. It's a D12. All right, roll it up. Plus your strength. Plus four. Okay, so eight. That's eight. Outstanding. As this attack connects, that presence you thought you felt, you see a a shimmer of blue (laughs) near the creature. And a ghostly form appears to start harassing the monster, start distracting it, uh, trying to attack it in any way that it can. So you see this ethereal, disjointed, bluish specter literally grappling the neck of this cockatrice like it's, uh, like it's in a rodeo trying to bring it down to the ground. Okay. Calling it a cunt. <laughs> so you fucking cunt. So they're now grappling? My ancestors protect you. All right, brings it back to the turn order, Kyle. Kyle. Ancestral right. spirit, yes. Steiger, what are you doing? Steiger. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> oh, dear God, here he goes. <laughs> Move that way. <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh, one in a hundred. <laughs> Who fucking really knows? How am I supposed to know? So far to me, it looks like one third. <laughs> one in twenty, and then one in a hundred. <laughs> look at Midfall. I'm like, why didn't you wait till we were done? I'm just going to look up at the cockatrice that's right in front of my big mounted friend here, and I'm going to hit it with a ray of frost. Roll for damage. Or roll for attack. It's a ranged attack spell with uh, 60 feet. A frigid beam of blue-white light streaks forward to the creature within range. Oh, good enough. There, there was a little bit of extra damage on my attack. Was there? Yeah, because of rage. Oh, that is true. How much Four. does that add? Uh, plus two. Plus two? Yeah. Okay. So a total of ten damage on that one? Yep. And you said you rolled a four, Steiger? Yeah. All right, so um, you blast this this cone of frost, and you see the frost kind of collects on the wings and beak of the creature before it just shakes it off, and the icicles kind of dissipate, having no effect. What does uh, range spells go with my modifier? Which modifier? So for an attack... For a ranged spell attack, it is eight plus your spell casting. Okay. Ah, shit. 
I am so sorry. No. Uh, for a ranged spell attack, you do a flat roll, and it's plus whatever your spell uh, modifier is. So in your case, it would be charisma. Okay. Your charisma is what, plus four? Yeah. So okay. Be eight, as it yeah. is, technically. Yeah, so whatever you roll plus but- four is to hit for a ranged spell. Right. And then your spell difficulty check is eight plus your proficiency plus your um, spell casting modifier. So, okay, yeah. So is this with proficiency or no? Um, with this attack, <clears throat> yes. Okay, so I guess yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and add that in as well. May as well. And all together, which yep. is still a miss. Okay, all right. Do you, sure. any, do you have any? Do you have any kind of bonus <laughs> action that you can use? I uh, don't believe. Just checking. Yeah, always. Yeah. We're, we're we're working out the cop webs of combat yeah, here, yeah. so it's it's perfectly fine. Some people are fresh. Session, some people haven't in a while. Yeah, yeah it, it's been oh, a no. long time for me. That's perfectly fine. So as far as combat goes, action economy is usually you have a movement which you don't have to take all at once. You can break that up if you need to move five feet to an enemy. And then you want to move 15 feet away, you can do that and break it up. However, okay. as long as you move no more than the total of your movement speed, which for most of you is 30 feet. What I use now was a cantrip. So yes. What would I have left to be able to do? So I, with could, that, I could move. You have movement. Point. Yeah. You, you can because you're not. Well, you, you have movement. Um, you can take an action, which in this case you took an action to cast a cantrip. Yeah. Bonus action, if you have one. Some spells are considered bonus actions. Okay. And then from there, you have movement, action, bonus action, and that's it. Uh, once per complete round, you can take a reaction if your class allows you or your character allows you to. Okay, I'm not really entirely sure what I can do right now, but I'll say that's what I what I'll do and take the miss. No, that's quite stay, all right. Stay where I'm at. Okay, so you're gonna forego movement. Yeah. All right, that brings it to Pelletry. All right, so uh, you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> yeah. I'll eventually get there. Like I said. So, correct me if I can't do this. Oh man, I will. It's not as uh, not that crazy. Um, I'm still undercover. You are still behind cover, and furthermore, both enemies are currently engaged, which would mean you have advantage on attack rolls. Yes, you can sneak attack. Is this a flanking bonus? So right now, there is no flanking bonus. However, for rogues, if a creature is engaged with a friendly target, they're able to sneak attack. Cool. Yeah, buddy. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and use 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Gonna move fifteen feet. Okay, so you're moving into melee range with this creature. Yes. Okay. Moving into melee range, which is half my movement. Um, I'm going to do to do a sneak attack with my rapier, which is one d eight, and the sneak attack is an additional one d six. Is that correct? Yes. Um, now, are you sure that doesn't have a bonus at your level? Because you are third level. For some reason, I'm thinking your sneak attack damage at this point is two d six. Uno momento, por favor. Quite all right. Take your time. <laughs> Beginning at first level, you know, have to 
You know how to strike subtly and exploit a, fo a foe's distraction. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature if you hit with an attack, if you have advantage on the attack roll. The attack must use finesse or ranged weapon. What? The amount of extra oh, damage man. increases as you gain levels in this class, as shown in the sneak attack column on the rogue table. That's so 2d6. That's what I thought. 2d6. Yeah. All right. All right, so you're going to roll for attack first of all. So d20. 16. That's 16 is a hit. Alright. So, you will roll 1d8 and 2d6 of damage. It looks like a diamond. Um, smaller diamond, actually. Should be... That one. Yeah. And 2d6, yes. One? So that's gonna be one plus whatever your dexterity modifier is. Okay, so a total of five, and then four. your 2d6. I just rolled a one before okay. I took it away. So one, now roll your other d6. Five. Okay, six, so 11 points of damage total. Six. Neat. And you, you still have another 15 feet of movement, I think. Um. Yes, if you'd like to move, you can continue. Can I do cunning action and slink back into stealth? Hide. You may. I'm going to do that. Okay, so using your bonus action to hide, and do you want to use the rest of your movement? D. Okay. Go ahead and do that. So, back. All right. Back All right. to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> must, so, must have been the wind. <laughs> okay, it fails its perception for your hide, so you're able to move without provoking an attack of opportunity. Nice. <clears throat> you got to keep that in mind. Oh, oh true. So your rapier just slinks in underneath its wing and stabs into the rib cage and then deftly pulls out from between the ribs and you slink off into the shadows. Nice. Next up um, is going to be the harried cockatrice surrounded by guards. It's going to lash out. It's going to deal. Now, when that, that cockatrice? The one over here. Okay. Uh, three damage to one of the guards. Chill out, bud. <laughs> I, I want to use my ability. <laughs> my ability. <laughs> and this guard fails. So the cockatrice lashes out again at the same guard and bites him on the neck, shakes his neck, and the guard stumbles away bleeding and then slowly cries out. <laughs> And turns to stone before your eyes. Oh, petrify. <clears throat> no. Before you ask, his gold turned to stone too. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the other guards then charge in a fury, seeing one of their own turn to stone and begin. Ooh, God. I don't like that mercilessly stabbing into this thing. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a good thing. Hey, you're right. Okay. So... <clears throat> the cockatrice that they have surrounded, um, Roderick runs up with this long sword that seems to be better quality than the short swords his companion compatriots are using and slices at the back heel severing a tendon 
and Achilles causes the cockatrice to stagger and fall to a knee. No, that's him. And after he does so, he deftly steps behind its sweeping tail, dodging out of the way, and hacks off the other leg. And this creature is now on its side, bleeding out as the other guards are falling upon it, stabbing it multiple times in the torso and in the neck. And it's at death's door, but it's still thrashing. You hear hear a slight cry as if behind a tree. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That brings it to the other cockatrice, which is currently in combat with Remy. And it is going to attempt to bite at you. Say again? Did you skip me? I'm four. Oh, you are four. I apologize. It is your (laughs) turn. I was about to say, holy fuck. <laughs> Retcon that. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to move, uh, what, I can move 30 feet about? Yeah, so my speed's 30 feet. Yep. And 30 each, feet. each one's five? Yes. Uh, one. I'm going to move out to here. Okay, you can go ahead and move your piece. <gasps> the tree. To the other side of the tree. <laughs> Uh, a little for, a little bit away from him, and I'm going to use my main action as um, I will use Guiding Bolt. Uh, a flash of light streaks toward the creature of my choice within range. Range attack, spell attack against target. On hit, the target takes 46 radiant damage. The next attack roll made against this target before the end of the my next turn has advantage. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target. Did you say four d six? Four d six. It's a. Uh, it, it'll be one my, one of my three uh, first level slow spell plots. Oh my god! Four d six. Let's go. I didn't know it was that fucking strong damage wise. Yep. All it's right, first level ev- evocation. Right, roll um, it, buddy. God damn. Uh, roll for hit first. Yep. I swear to God, in like three point five, everything was like was a d six damage. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, I rolled a six. <laughs> uh, so you rolled a six. What's your spell casting? Is wisdom uh, modifier? Wisdom modifier, which is plus four. Plus four. And does it add your proficiency? Uh, yes, which is plus two. Okay, that is a hit. Oh, cool. Yeah! Barely. Sick. <laughs> Fucking barely. But that's uh, a hit. <laughs> my character uh, seems to, uh, instead of, again, instead of pulling from faith and from God, seems to pull it from inside himself and beneath the, the left side of his tunic, you, you see a dim, dark light come from underneath the clothing, as if he's pulling from something inside, and then shoots the guiding bolt forward. Roll uh, damage. Roll damage. <laughs> 12 damage. 12 total? 12 total. Is it, is it plus anything? No, uh, no it, didn't, it didn't have any modifiers. Oh, okay. Alright, so as this scorching ray of divinity hits him, this divine anti-divine energy (laughs) of of edgy rage hits him. Um, It's like this dark wave of energy and it has a ripple effect. Yeah, right? As it as it hits his chest, there's this rippling effect. Like, the feathers end up 
ruffling and it's like a sonic boom just hits on the point of impact and you see him stagger and take a half step back and visibly shake and look in your direction Uh oh (laughs) yeah buddy that's why i keep you around kill him (laughs) uh the rest of you also notice there seems to be this air of like static energy surrounding him his his feathers are on end and it looks like the light has collected around him, making him look more visible and outlined. Was he always How transparent? Say again. Was he always like transparent? No, no. It, it's just more like um, he's not cell shaded. It, it's like Mivhall's <laughs> energy kind of outlined him more, making okay. him more visible, and you can. You can visibly see the damage that's been done to him stand out more. Okay. You get an advantage on the next attack roll. Exactly. Sick. All right, so that brings it to the other cockatrice that's in combat with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one that just got hit. But it looked towards him. It did look towards (laughs) him, which is why he's going to swipe at you with a tail. Okay. I'm going to turn around. It's What's your armor class? 16. That is a hit. Okay. <clears throat> that is going to be six points of bludgeoning damage while he slaps you with a tail. I have resistance to bludgeoning while raging. Exactly. So you'll take uh, three. Okay. Uh, with that, I need you to make a dexterity check or be knocked back five feet. Okay. <laughs> I got knocked back. Ten. Plus my dexterity, which is two. It's 12. Just barely managed to fail. Okay. Um, so the tail does knock you back five feet. You try to reach out to the tail, holding your two-handed axe in one hand. You reach out to try to grab it, to pull yourself back into melee range, and just barely miss. And he storms off towards Mivhall. Okay. Taking a bite attack towards you. What's your armor class? Uh... Uh, 11, modifier, 12. That is a hit. Okay, so, um, until the start of my next turn. Yes, the target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against me, and when it hits a creature that isn't me, that creature has resistance to the damage dealt by the attack. Okay, cool. Awesome, so I need to roll twice. Um, that is still a hit. But you said he has resistance to the damage. Okay. Yep. Nice. Good, because I have so... 11 health left, by the way, because of somebody. <laughs> I also okay. have 11 health so because with... of somebody. <laughs> What's up, so man? with resistance, that's going to be four damage that's in half. So you'll take two damage, a okay. piercing, and I need you to make me a constitution save. Okay. Uh, constitution modifier is plus two. Uh, so seven plus two, so nine. Uh oh, <laughs> I'm going down, down in a Murgle round. <laughs> so as he bites into you, you lift up a hand to shield yourself, and you see the spectral spirit grappling and pulling on the neck, trying to veer the bite away from you. Hope and me. he just manages to bite into your forearm as you shield yourself. You you avoid any vital organs being pierced, but slowly the skin starts to solidify, petrify on your arm. Ah! Ah! Oh, fuck. On a failed save. the first encounter of the game, David. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be tough. Yep. 
So I'm about to make it cool. You are now restrained, and you get to repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Okay. Okay. If it's if it is a success, the effect will end, and on a failure, you're going to be petrified for 24 hours. Jesus. Come the fuck on, man. <laughs> we got this. If petrification lasts for more than four hours, please call the cockatrice. very good. All right, so that brings it to Remy's turn. The cockatrice. All right. Uh, so it is facing away from me, correct? Uh, yes, it is 10 feet away from you and currently latched on to Miv Hall's forearm. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up right behind it. And just try to drive my axe as far into that cloaca as possible. <laughs> Great. Nice. Yeah. All right. 17. That is a hit. Oh, Actually, yeah. no. You have advantage because of the guiding bolt. So I need you to roll again just in case you get a critical hit. Oh, cool. 16. Still high, so <laughs> still right. a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Yep. That's three plus four for strength plus two for rage. Okay, so seven, nine total. Yep. All right. Any flanking bonus on that, or is it just on attack? Uh, you already had advantage. Okay, that's right. All right, so as your axe buries into this thing's back, it shrieks this shrill cry and is bleeding freely. Um, the guiding bolt array dissipates or is it the next attack or is it until your next turn Mike for guiding bolt uh, it is the next attack that is against it until the end of my next turn okay so, so the next could, attack yeah gotcha. okay Either so the or. magic dissipates and even though the injuries aren't outlined anymore by magic you can tell this thing is heavily worn down from your onslaught and that'll bring us to the top of the round with Steiger right. don't fuck it up <laughs> Right, so you so... have two heavily wounded birds. The guards seem to have one on the ground in death throes, and the other one is heavily um, injured and currently latched onto Mivhol's arm. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can... Well, I guess I would move it along as fast as I would want to. As far as magic goes, I don't have... Don't you accidentally fucking heal this thing? <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally polymorphs one into he a giraffe. He accidentally trask. throws a sensu bean into its mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> no, he casts polymorph, attempting to turn it into a sheep, and it turns into a giant fucking tarask that levels the fucking world. Perfect. My pencil, what are you doing? Tim? I wanted to try this something out, and I'm gonna... Oh, boy. Let's see. Follow your heart, Steiger. Remy, uh... I know you might not trust me right now, but I'm running out of spells and I'm bored. <laughs> oh my god. Not what I want to hear right now. So I'm going <laughs> to try to cast a spell on, on Remy. Okay. What spell? I don't consent. I don't consent. <laughs> Enlarge. Ooh. Okay. Do you still not consent? So you... With a spell to an ally who is a willing creature, 
even though he said he doesn't consent. Until he heard what spell I'll, it was. I'll communicate with him. What, My other personality kicks in. Oh, yes, please. I always dreamed of this. It's a 30-foot spell. My it, cock is suddenly it doubled, ginormous. It double size, and your weapon does an additional 1d4 of damage. Sick. Okay. So, to signify that, what will we do? You know what? We're going to stack you. You're going to be on top of girth. King me. Hell yeah. Well, I guess St- I gotta make it happen first. Hell yeah, stack me, daddy. Say again? I guess I gotta make it happen first. Um, actually, the only stipulation with this, because it's targeting a friendly, willing creature, yeah. is due to your whole wild magic nature, I need you to roll me a d20 to make sure you don't have a spell failure. Okay. No. Hey. Oh. The feature not a bug, I swear, right? <laughs> Seven. Not a failure. <laughs> right. Okay. Not so, <clears throat> but nothing special. Either. You reach out your hands, and Remy doubles in size. And I say, "Make my monster grow!" <laughs> Holy <laughs> Tell me, you throw bigger. your staff right there. In <laughs> of front course, of yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, Remy doubles <laughs> in size. It's like having two dicks. <laughs> 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 Let's also keep in mind that enlarged person also enlarges the equipment currently held by yes. the target. Is that yes. a dick joke? Everything equipped yeah. by you is also twice the size. I mean, See? if he's holding it. I was really hoping the equipment wasn't, and he would, like, held the axe like this. <laughs> like a little right. Barbie axe. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <clears throat> huh. All right. Anything with your movement? Steiger. No. Stand, stand right put. All right. In me? Philandrel. Feladrin. Whatever the fuck your name is. Oh. 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 We're going to we're going to repeat the last one. Can we just call you fella? Sure. <laughs> fella. <laughs> I won't fuck that one up. <laughs> I apologize. You might have to walk me through this again. Um same thing. I'm going to sneak attack with a rapier. Okay. You do know you can make range sneak attacks as well, right? The reason I ask is because you are a rogue who... I'm conserving arrows. <laughs> okay, perfectly fine. By all means, continue. <laughs> Go ahead. An eight. That is a five. That okay. Four, and then... There's no proficiency for that, is there? Uh, Yes, there is. So that's 11. 11 just misses. Boom! Um, all right, so I'm going to lucky action... Okay. And I get to roll on that again, right? I believe lucky is only if you roll a one. Really? Yes. If I'm not mistaken, the lucky feat allows you to re-roll once. Please confirm. Please confirm, Josh. Mm. This all hinges on you. I I will consult the almighty Google as well. Yeah, fuck Google. I mean, uh, yeah, my Google. That's God, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for you, yes. All right, let's see. D and D. You three luck points. Whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can spend one luck point to roll an additional d twenty. You can choose to spend one of your luck points after you roll the die, but before the outcome is determined. You choose which of the d twenties used is for the attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. You can also use it when an attack roll is made against you. Roll a d20 and then choose whether the attack uses the attacker's roll or yours. Mm. Um, but he has to declare it before the result? No. You can do it after, okay. but before the outcome is determined. So since we didn't know that, 
beforehand? Do you want to... Let, let me see that real quick. Yep. So, I... I it's all good. You're clearly um, explaining it, but sometimes I just have to actually look at it. You good, sure. bro? You can choose to spend one after you roll the die, but before the outcome. So we haven't so, decided anything yet. So to me, that determines if we had already moved along in the sequence of events, and then you were like, oh, duh, I have luck. You right. wouldn't be able to retcon the decision. Right. So at this point, yes, you can go ahead and spend a luck point. Uh, <laughs> just go ahead and make a mark for that, that you've spent one luck point. I have. I have keep track of them. Okay, good. Cool. They and go ahead and re-roll. Or what? It'll be every long rest, long rest. yes. 13. Okay. 13 plus 4 is 17, plus 2 is 19. All right, that is a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> that was 1d8 plus 2d6. Yes. Three. Nine. To steal from Matt Mercer, how do you want to do this? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Going right for that jugular. All right, so you definitely do a flourish, you slash, you hack, and then with a final flourish, you thrust straight through the corroded artery, right through the neck, at the base of the spine. All while screaming, luck be a lady tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And as you pull your blade free, flowing blood just streams, and the light exits the cockatrice's eyes as it collapses in a heap at your feet. <clears throat> Alright, everybody, look at me. My kill. <laughs> I get the gold from this. That still only counts as one. <laughs> as all your yeah, attention focuses on... Name. Felodrin. Felodrin. Thank you. Holy so you fuck, can write it down. You can just I, say, I know, right? You can just say fella. <laughs> <laughs> on Felodrin's feet, uh, you hear some excited shouts nice and cries from beyond, and the guards apparently have dispatched their foe as well. <laughs> Which brings our combat to a close. Woo. I look Woo. way, 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 way up at Remy and go like, well, at least that spell works. <laughs> Put a bunch of reverb oh, on I his didn't voice. get to use it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Nearly forgot. I dispel his enlargement. Damn. I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> he, he didn't consent to that. At least we know it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I have to do a saving Could throw on my petrification now. As the beast collapses, the petrification begins to fade. Okay. Neat. Well, that solved itself. Very well. As the beast collapses, um, that blue spectral form you saw earlier makes eye contact with my character, and we stand. We, we, we share a moment. Make it a little bit. I'm staring at him in in reverence and. Um, what you can make of his facial features is is sad. It's forlorn, and he's trying to mouth something, but it's dad. obviously we can't hear it. Yeah, <laughs> is the ghost also enlarged? <laughs> no. <laughs> As the spectral spirit looks to you and begins mouthing, it eventually brings its hands together, and it does a slight nod to you. I nod back. And it gently dissipates into the wind. And your tattoos lose their sheen. And the glow stops. The rage subsides. 
And then we determine he's no, he's no longer petrified. Yes. I turn to Mivhall. I'm like, what are we now, bud? Seven to four? Do we keep score? I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting in my crater of shame for a little while. Hey, like, hey, tall boy. Kind of reflecting. Tall boy, go collect the wizard. Let's hey. uh, let's clean this mess I'm up. I'm a sorcerer. It's a very specific thing. You're all I'm the not same a wizard. To me. Spell hey, boy. Hey, sorcerer, your hat's on fire. <laughs> I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> oh, my fucking hair! <laughs> Standing on end. <laughs> yeah. I'm I a do sorcerer. Like being very crispy. Not one of those book nerds. <laughs> You guys are I all, just do this. You guys are all I'm the a same. Hot sorcerer to me. in your area, looking for sex. I don't know about you guys, but I take a long rest. Might be in, in order the at a tavern somewhere. Just started too. It's only been one fight. God, I'm half dead. I was dead. Now I'm half dead. Well, we started off this day day drinking. Now we've killed two creatures from beyond whatever the fuck that was. I think it's time for a rest. Ooh, reminds me of a bender at the Capitol. Uh, as the adrenaline fades your bodies, fades away from your bodies, I should say, you see the guards mourning over the now crumbled remains of one of their compatriots. Roderick looks at you, comes to you. I appreciate your assistance, adventures. We're sorry for your loss. Uh, The Oracle's a good lad. He'll be missed. Young, exuberant, eager. His family will be glad to know that he died defending the town. But it could have been much worse. We could have been overwhelmed by two of them. So, thank you. (laughs) Tim! Well, Roderick, look at the bright side. There's a cat. His remains are stone, and they can't be used for whatever the fuck else we're trying to look into. Aye, <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, well, um, he wasn't missing, Phil. <laughs> How often does this happen? Storms hit or miss. Sometimes daily, sometimes weekly. Very rarely we go a couple of weeks without a occurrence. Chaos storms. You can never predict them. Yeah, it's Chaos. Thanks. Uh, kind of implies in the name. Um, Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the life of a guard comes with a risk. I noticed your compatriot here was bitten. Thankfully, he avoided the same fate as York. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and let the Tanners and a couple of the guild artisans take these corpses. Maybe we can find a way to make some sort of antigen for this petrification ability of theirs go great on the market I'm thinking more for immediate defensive use Hmm. but but also yeah I guess mostly sorry first one than the other sorry for my friend he's not very subtle (laughs) that's alright I'm familiar with his kind so with that boys round up the corpses gather your wits let's go as for the rest of you, thank you again. Uh, hopefully your wounds will be tended to soon. Wounds? Uh, yes. Some of us. 
I'm very crispy. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, the boys gather up the corpses and start dragging them inside. Um, two of them end up <clears throat> grabbing a wheelbarrow and taking the now stone remains of Yorick, piling them into the barrow. It's bad. Bad time. I'd like to perform a bit of a quick burial rite over them. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they're not putting it in the ground yet, but... Yeah. Um, just we'll do whatever we can. Just more, more, more so as a as a thank you and you know rest in peace kind of thing. That's totally understand. My character has a an, an intrinsic reverence for for, for death and for the honored dead. For the honored dead, right? Um, you have something personally in mind, or well, obviously I didn't know the guy. Just um, you know, may his ancestors watch over him, and may his family come to terms with this and know that he died honorably. Um, as you kind of stand shadowing over his remains because of the intensity um, those of you that are nearby that take notice of this Steiger you're standing next to Remy doing paying your respects as well mm-hmm. you feel a a gentle static in the air and it seems to be focused around Remy and his his range it's soothing, but it's powerful. It creates this sense of both calm and this welling, almost righteous fury in the pit of your stomach mm. that rises. And as Remy finishes the words, do you say them out loud or just under your breath? I say them out loud. As he finishes his words of reverence, the stone crumbles into ash and these gobulets of spectral blue rise from the remains into the air and slowly dissipate out of sight. I, when brief, get- I briefly break character, lean to him and say, well said. When the guild found me, I remembered nothing, and I was repeating one phrase over and over again, to remember them. They took me in, they clothed me, they gave me purpose. It did not matter where I come from. It did not matter where I'd been. I am loyal to them. And if you are loyal to me, there's nothing that will stand in our way. Must have had one hell of a tail. <laughs> he was able to stretch twice its size, yeah. <laughs> well, that's very respectable, Remy. I greatly appreciate your kind words for these, these fallen heroes. I don't do very much deal with, with do very much well with death, so I'll just kind of Scoot back to whatever the next thing I plan on doing is. <laughs> well, boys, it's all well and good, but we still have a job to do. Also, did you just absolve this the stone? What did you do here? So it's still stone. It just kind of dissolved. Okay. Did you do that, or did that just happen? I don't know. Oh, great. 
<laughs> you better get used to death, bud. Oh, uh, I'm used to it. I just got other things to do. I never looked back before. There are some things that happen to me. Some things that come from a place that I'm not familiar with. Oh, I can recognize that. <laughs> oh, can you, Mr. Eccentric Wizard? Sometimes. <laughs> so the guards have now made Sorcerer their way fuck. back into the town, and the four of you are outside the city gates by yourselves. I'm going back. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah we need to go back inside. <laughs> this is immediately too dangerous outside the yeah. gate. <laughs> I'm not dealing with another storm. I'm my own worst enemy immediately. I'm very ashamed of myself. Who's ready for a training montage? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what time of the day is it? It is now... It's time for lunch. Let's go. It's time for lunch. It's time for lunch. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it would be well into the middle of the day at this point. Middle of the day. Yeah. Wow, we've done quite a lot. So... We can go ahead and wrap up the first part of session one here. Nah, I, th I think we're actually well past that. I think this is probably the end of session one. All right. So we will say that our stalwart heroes stumble back to the guild hall to... I'm take a nap, refresh, wash our faces. To allow a couple members to heal their wounds. And then I realize, oh, shit. I left something undone. I have to go to a girl. <laughs> oh, no. So, as you make your about. way to the guild hall, and this revelation is revealed, you beeline back to the temple, and we will leave this session there as you race back to your companion, who was briefly forgotten. Do we follow along? I would hope so. All right. Yeah, so we I guess, yeah, I guess before our short rest, we're actually going to head back that way. All right. Sounds good to me. More business to attend to. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, listeners, for joining us. Yeah, thank you, thank you for joining us very much. Uh, hope, hope you're enjoying this uh, garbledygook of us, yeah. like trying to figure this out. I'm pretty new to this, and like I know Mike is very new to this as well. So yeah, but this is very fun. I'm having a blast. I hope you guys are too. Whoever's listening to this, and I, I have a feeling it's only going to get better from here. It's, oh yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna, it's shaking it's, off the cobwebs. The, the story's oh, yes. going to start splitting wide open, and I, I can't wait to see what you got in store for us, man. I appreciate that, man. I'm eager to see things start flowing mm -hmm. together well as I'm excited to we get mess around to with everything. the world even uh, more. I feel like that was a pretty standard session one. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. I, very I, good. It was very fun. And I'm, I'm so excited to see like what your character's backstories are and, backstory. and what, what all is going on. It, we, we, we've got your backstory already. You just invested heavily into greater gaslighting. <laughs> uh, buddy, I, I leveled that up. It's Zeta gaslighting. <laughs> Zeta gaslighting. I cast a level 2 and level 3 spell today on accident. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was just... Whoops! I was just a lucky boy. Too bad you weren't in range for that to hit the enemy. Yeah, I'll need yeah. to keep my distance. Now I know I need to keep my distance at least a little bit from you guys. At yeah. least a good, like, 10, 20 feet. Stagger the, the fucking suicide bomber. I'm never, <laughs> right? never don't standing next to him again. Did you just say a log, Stagger? Watch out for the bomb. <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> 
Joe. Yeah, I'm leaving that in. So is <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? So is a critical it. failure going to make me roll from the, the list that yes. we have? Okay, and then, like, what if I do something good, though? Like, could I use chaos magic in any other positive so he, way? He, here's the way that it works. Um, depending on what it says in your subclass features, yeah. um, you have certain things once you reach certain levels, sorcerer levels, that will let you kind of manipulate that chaos table some. Yeah. Um, like some will let you re-roll for okay. those table results. Some will let you choose from a positive list, like things like that. Gotcha. That'd but be cool. for right now at the base, you roll from that table whenever you roll a critical failure on spellcasting. Gotcha. What a fucking wild card. Yeah. Here I thought I was a wild card. I you know, are. Right? You are. But you, based in personality, I'm wild card based in numbers. Yes. I'm RNG over here. Literally. Right RNG. That's very fun. I'm excited to do more. Yeah, same. Me too, man. I'm, I'm just like, glad I'm glad my attack rolls hit. That's all I wanted. I honestly don't want to like stop that this you can session. Have, like, I want to keep going. Yeah. You know, I don't like that you can have such touching moments with your character, knowing that at any moment it could turn into Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll keep you on your toes, hey, Peter. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for things. listening to the Metal Gamers Pod Quest. Campaign 1, Episode 1, officially completed. Thank you, David, once again for guiding us through this wonderful tale that you are weaving for us. It I'm sorry, hour. everybody, for whatever <laughs> whatever uh, may know. or may have not transpired. For self-destructing. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bud. You did it. Hey, you made quite an impression on the, the surrounding landscape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't think I was going to have to use heal spells literally my first action. <laughs> Trust me, I was not expecting what, what happened. Hell, like, of a, hell of a first impression. Kyle. I was. I literally was like going through my spell book the first time and like saw the cantrip for uh, Spare the Dead and I was like oh that'll be neat for like the one occasion that that'll come up <laughs> the first Surprise! occasion yeah. one. Well, there was a lot of 20s and a lot of ones it was very wild yeah this the, the rolls were so I literally did 20 and then one on my die like we're doing it on all of our different we're not using the same one for yeah. everybody yeah well, we I'm, didn't uh, we didn't really get many 20s when it counted yeah like I said you used them early that's <laughs> yeah, true <laughs> Got a 20 to keep you from stealing from that poor woman, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just have a goal. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, stay tuned for episode two of uh, Campaign 1. Episode Absolute. two is going to be fucking dope. Yes, Absolutely dope. I am stoked to continue this journey with you guys. Me too. Episodes will Same. continue to be two to four hours. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Dude, I'm having a great time. In the meantime, enjoy this dice ASMR. <laughs> They're all ones. <laughs> Fuck all ones. Oops, all ones.
over by the southern gate? Or, no. Retcon that. <gasps> Already? Man, works faster than Disney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn!